Another episode for the love of the game. Uh, took a hiatus for a week or whatever, but we back kicking it with a few guests. Um, I got my got my blood brother Rod in here, my homeboy Zay in here. Yeah. Got my uh, my other big brother, the floor talk, Cavern in here, and I got my boy Jonathan Lewis in here from College Football. Um, Jonathan Lewis, man, does great content on YouTube. Great show, great work, man. I appreciate you, Jonathan, coming oh, yeah, in no. with on no this problem. Last <laughs> I was, I had to get you on for what we had to talk about tonight on the yeah. docket or whatever, man. I was like, um, and everything. So, uh, yeah. So we, it's, 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 we got a packed show, man. So we can start out, man. Talk about. Uh, recruiting a little bit, man. What you what you guys got over there in Tuscaloosa? Um, I'm hearing uh, Richard Young is a, kind of a lot, but I thought he was like Ohio State lean for a minute or whatever. Um, that whole Richard, the whole Richard Young thing got leaked because his mom came out and didn't know that it was being recorded and said that Alabama was her top choice. And that he's going to go where she wants him to go, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of where that started at. That happened actually about probably three to almost four weeks ago. Right. So a lot of people do have him going to Alabama because of that, um, because of that whole recording that came out. But, you know, with this whole transport portal, man, this whole recruiting vibe in 2023, nobody's a lot to go anywhere at this point. We just lost his safety actually a couple hours ago. So from the class, who knows at this point? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Y'all lost a safety. What, what is his name? Um, I have to look it up because I just got the alert on Twitter. It just said safety lost when I logged onto this. So let me go look now. Uh, let's see here. I know it's a four star safety. I feel like from yeah. our pers- I feel like from our perspective and just kind of watching Richard Young from a distance. Um, he always, to me, always gave off the vibe of somebody that was leaving the state of Florida. Um, now, it, whether yeah. it's me and it was, it seemed pretty clear it was either going to be Bama or Ohio State. Um, Bama made the most sense. So like when he, I think he put out a tweet this past week saying that he wasn't going to visit Ohio State. And I was like, okay, well, if you look at the top seven, if you eliminate Ohio, you know, there were seven listed, you eliminate Ohio State, that leaves a spot for one, I was hoping that we would, would get that visit. Obviously, we didn't get the, the, the visit, but yeah, it seemed to me like a foregone conclusion that Bama was where he was going to ultimately end up um, when everything shook out. Well, Bama's been on top of Richard Young for a long time. 
Yeah, a long time. Bama's recruited that area for a long time. You know, there's certain areas, you know, obviously we all know about Alabama and IMG and the back door essentially that goes on there, which I've already spoke out against and said that Florida and Billy Napier is going to close that gap on that. Uh, it's already starting to show, in my opinion. But when you're talking about the Lakeland area, you know, if Alabama can sneak one out of the Lakeland area, I feel like that's, that's a huge thing, in my opinion. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, when you're talking about yeah. – uh, Liberty City, right? Miami, that Fort Lauderdale area. Anytime you sneak one out of that area, now that Mario Cristobal is there, that's going to be a huge, you know, a huge deal. Um, I honestly feel like Alabama's recruiting prowess is probably going to start diminishing in the next couple of years because of the recruiting that's coming into the South. Uh, talking about Billy Napier, especially, I've already harped on this dude for a year and a half, even when he was still at Louisiana. I said LSU is stupid if they don't hire him. Because, you know, I thought that would be the first people to reach out to him and it didn't happen. And Florida got him. I'm like, man, you guys are really going to let this dude slip through, uh, knowing the way he is, especially in the recruiting world. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, when it comes to this 2023 recruiting class, Alabama is doing what they did last year, which I'm not a fan of. They're hanging their hat on a lot of these late commits. Um, and I feel like that's why we went after Eli Holstein and got him because he's he's one of those guys that was willing to commit a little bit earlier versus an Arch Manning, right, versus a Deontay Moore that Texas A&M is going after and these guys. So, you know, Alabama's recruiting class is going to be hanging like it did last year for a long time. I mean, in March, I don't think many people realize, March going into April, Alabama was 58th in recruiting. So, you know, we, we really did wait to the last minute. I'm not a big fan of it as a fan, and I don't have inside sources to know where these kids are going. I can only guess and do my own research, and it scares the living shit out of me, man, when I, when I sit there and watch this stuff go down the way it does. Because like I said, as a true fan, when you take away the biasness, I know that the recruiting is about to get tougher for Georgia. It's about to get tougher. You know, Florida should be coming up from where it's been. Uh, Florida State, to me, is still – I uh, hate to say this, but it's still in a terrible place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Cristobal has a lot to prove in Miami to keep the yeah. speed in Miami is going to be hard on its own. And the reason I say that is because UCF is now in the big, tw- the big 12. Mm-hmm. And people aren't thinking about that. You know, these guys are now being offered to play in the big 12 at UCF. We're talking about the largest enrolled college across the entire country, by the way, 73,000 right. uh, attendees. That's a big deal. There's a lot of money in, in UCF that's not being spent right now. That's going to be spent in recruiting. So, Watch for that to start happening in the next couple of years as well. So, but yeah, as far as this class right now for Alabama, there's not a whole lot to speak on other than I'm glad we got Eli Holstein. I'm not going to hold my breath on a lot of these guys because it's still super, super early, plain and simple. Hopefully we get Richard Young. We need Richard Young. I made a video. I tweeted at that dude. I went hard. I'm like, bro, we need you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we can't keep a running back healthy. I, I'm tired of seeing these. Hey, hey. Oh, uh, no. Hell, hell no. I don't want y'all to get him. No. So, y'all can run over it? No. no, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a beast, man. He, I, he definitely is. I, I, you know, I, I hate making this comparison, but to me, he looks like a, a, a smaller but faster version of Derrick Henry, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. I said that, too. Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, I hate throwing that out there, but when you watch the film, the dude can run over people, but he can also outrun people. And it's just like, oh, this is scary to oh watch. Oh, my God. Where are, you, where are you from again? I'm from okay. Anniston, Alabama. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but my, my, I was in the military for 13 years and moved around to Florida. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I lived in Panama City. My wife's from Miami, and I'm in San Antonio right now, San Antonio, Texas. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. Wow. okay. 
So I've been around a little bit. You know what I mean? I just I, that's why I have to do college football in general on my YouTube channel. I just can't own in on one thing as, as I would like to because I can't go down to Tuscaloosa. You know what I mean? I can't go down to Gainesville and places like that all the time. So um, I actually just got approved for the media down here for the UTSA games. I want to try to squeak my way in there and hopefully that'll get me into a couple of camps next year. So, yeah, that's dope, man. I'm so worried. Yeah, I'm originally from Texas, man. So that's um, that's cool to hear that you're yeah. down in that area. Um, obviously, I mean, you'll get – I don't know if you've been in the state championships, but it's kind of – to me – Last last year yeah, was yeah, there's, there's nuts, no, It's bro. insane, right? Yeah, yeah, it's insane I, to see it. I, I thought like 10, 20, 30,000, and then he said reported 60, 70,000. Nah, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like when we yeah. pulled up, I was not expecting that. I was like, okay. You, know, you hear about it, but you never 60, see it. 60,000 at Texas High School? Uh, yeah. 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 North, I mean, what? Like when you, when, when you think about AT&T Stadium, um, where the Cowboys play, I mean, like the entire lower bowl is, is packed. Yeah. And then packed. you even get some people that will trickle kind of like up into the, um, it's like the obviously like the club levels, but then like that that yep. higher level there um, in AT and T Stadium, and then even <clears throat> a couple times they'll play them um, at. Well, they played some in the past, like in, in the old Alamo Dome on um, San yep. Antonio, but they also played some um, at um, at DKR uh, at Texas's University of Texas yep. State. I mean, and they it looks you know I mean it's not as packed as it would be for like a, a UT game, but they pack it, so it's kind of a um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, even here in San Antonio, they redid the uh, North ISD Independent School District Stadium here, where all the high schools play in one area, like in one stadium essentially here. And I remember the first time going out there and seeing it, I was like, man, like this is no joke here. Like these guys, I, like you said, you always hear about it, but you know, to actually personally see it, see these stadiums be packed the way they are is just incredible. Like yeah. it's nuts. Yeah, um, I know kind of going down the road of high school, I'm sure that's not on, on Larry's docket, but um, do some research also on the UIL. I, I tell everyone, I'm, of course, being here in, in, in Georgia now, um, you know, dealing with the lyrics of the world that want to convince me that, uh, <laughs> you know, that the GA is, and, and I mean, all kidding I mean, GA is really, you know, pumping out a lot of really good talent and maybe like per yeah. capita. You, you, you're a bulldog now. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> um maybe, like, maybe like per capita you know it's it, you know but i think the thing that separates it is that like well from an organization perspective you know like when you look at the uil the way that it's structured yeah. um and then the way that it trickles down i mean i feel like you know elementary level you know like we were kind of already starting to kind of like funnel into the system that ultimately that the high school runs yeah. um middle schools on the same page High school is absolutely on the same page. Everybody, every large city, small town, whatever, is completely bought in. Um, I mean, I'll tell everyone, like, I was, I must have been a sophomore. So we're talking like 1997, 1998 time. And um, I'll never forget, like, my parents coming home and being like, hey, you know, we just left a booster club meeting and we decided that we're going to build you boys um an indoor practice thing and I was like what are you talking about and they were like well you know the weather out here is bad and if the weather's bad you know we need y'all to be able to continue to practice and lift or whatever so like as a throughout my entire high school career and again we're talking about late 90s I graduated in 2000 like I never knew 
I mean, I always had like an indoor practice facility. Um, And so like, it's just, it's a, it's a much different animal, obviously, you know, cash plays oil cash plays a big factor into that, but um, you know, again, like a lot of it is, is organizational management, you know, with, with UIL on down the board. So it looks like Elliot Washington was the one to decommit. He didn't decommit, but he's saying he's going to visit other schools. The safety out of Venice, Florida. Hey, what's going on with uh, Hall, uh, the one that left Alabama? Jaya uh, Hall. So, yeah, dude, this is the one thing I told people to stop overreacting, kind of like the Nick Saban thing I said people are overreacting to. Jaya Hall left Alabama because he wouldn't go into class. That was kind of put out in the open. And uh, yes. it was it was his initial suspension, by the way, at the very beginning of the season before anybody knew what was going on. Uh, uh, he had trouble going to class. At the end of the year, this is a rumor – but at the end of the year, not only was he still not going to class, he tried to fight Bryce Young in the locker room. Oh, so, hold on. Yes. What? That's a rumor. It's okay. a rumor. And I'm not going to stand behind it. Uh, <laughs> it. But, you know, Nick Saban, Nick come out and said that he was suspended indefinitely the following day. And there would be no timetable for him to even come back. And then, of course, he goes in the transfer portal two days later and goes into Texas and then this stuff st- – I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the whole stuff stirring up about him removing Texas content, right, and then not being on the roster. Well, many people didn't realize that Agile Hall, because of him not going to class, didn't have the grades yet to enroll until June. So he was, he was never on the roster. So people were overreacting, saying he was removing all this stuff and he's not on the roster anymore. No, it's not that he, he, he removed himself. He was never there. He was never on the roster. And the whole social media stuff is – um, Texas, like most schools have it, is you're allowed to put the Texas created content on your page and use it to promote yourself as long as you're currently enrolled or in the enrollee process. He wasn't in the process yet, so he had to remove it all. So he's at oh. Texas. He just ha- it's just he jumped the gun too much by posting all this content. Texas told him to take it all down, and then you know he, he supposedly starts class June 6th or whatever it is. So, oh, so he at Texas and he going he, he he's at Texas. He gonna, he's he going to enroll. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Wow. Okay. It Damn. Just, it's what happened was is SI has done two bad stories. SI did the bad story on this. Yeah. They jumped the gun and they reported this way too fast. And I'm one of those guys that, that took the bait because I saw it. and I'm like, what? You know what I, I mean? Like, and I luckily I didn't make a video on it right away. And then the whole story on the Jimbo Fisher, but you know Nick Saban coming out and you know saying Nick Jimbo is cheating, and I, I took the bait all in on that. I, I said the stupid stuff, and I was like, I can't believe you know Nick Saban's a hypocrite. And I, I called Nick Saban out, you know, I said all this stuff, and I'm an Alabama fan, so you can imagine. Hey, you the only one that called him out out of a million, <laughs> a million two Alabama fans. You the only yeah. one. So did you did you see the video? I'm assuming. Well, I'm so uh, yeah, I called him a hypocrite. Number one, because he was promoting you know Bryce Young's NIL deal because he was wearing the A on his jersey. He's like, you know, because he came to Alabama, you know, that's why he signed an eight hundred thousand dollar NIL deal. Blah blah blah, whatever. And then I called him out on name dropping. You should never name drop. Like to me, that that should be like a golden rule for coaches. You should know better than doing that. Uh, but here's the thing: it's like Dion said the next day after he went back and took back kind of his tweet. He's like, well, I realize who who is speaking to. He's speaking to boosters and the CEOs in Alabama. And he's like, you said, we all kind of do it. It's just not recorded. 
you know, Nick Saban got too comfortable where he was at. He slipped up and let himself get caught. And it happened. But Jimbo went a little too far, man. He got too personal, implicating himself in the process. You know what I mean? So I did a whole video on that, and I went hard into Jimbo. And I'll be honest with you, I've never been a fan of Jimbo, even at Florida State. I, I've always criticized that man. Uh, you know, I, I've been very open, and I stand behind everything I say when I criticize it. Because I don't criticize somebody for no reason. I don't speculate. You know, you've been caught doing something. Don't, don't say you've never cheated and you've done things the right way at Texas A&M when in 2019 you were tagged with recruiting violations yourself. Not just your staff. You personally get tagged with it yourself. You know, your own staff called you out at Florida State for allowing Jameis Winston to come on the field dressed right after he had the rape accusations, along with standing on the tables, grabbing his crotch and doing everything else. And your own staff members when it ran him off the field and then called you out in the media right afterwards. So don't sit here and give me this holier now than crap. And you know what I mean? So I would have been perfectly fine if Jimbo came out and said he shouldn't have name dropped, he's a liar, whatever, and ended it there. But when he went personal, it was stupid. It was completely ignorant. And he buried himself. And he's still standing behind it somehow. But I don't know if you guys saw the KSAT report when he came down to San Antonio and called out the media. He buried, he buried himself even more. So he actually unimplicated Nick Saban by saying, well, we're not talking about Nick Saban. I'm talking about you. Why, why, why is the media pushing this stuff? Why is the media not doing research? It's like, bro, you know, stop it. Just, just don't talk about it. If you don't talk about it, nothing's going to be said and it's going to go away. But you keep opening your damn mouth about it. So if you just shut up, it all goes away. Plain and simple. Because guess what? Every time you open your mouth, I'm going to be on a YouTube channel making a video about you opening your mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's how this goes around. So. Yeah, that's my thought on that. Man, that's that's good. But only thing we could kind of get into it or whatever, we can kind of bounce back, come back, yeah. recruiting a little bit. But like, 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 the, like what Nick was doing, it, it was calculated. It was a, uh, it was yes. like, come on, he was, come on. I lost a, lo a lot of respect for Nick though. But like, I get it what he was doing because everything he do is very, very calculated. So. So you know what was what he saying? doing to, to you? What, what did he do in that meeting? What was he doing? I think he was making aware of the the boosters of we got to come up with a better creative exactly. plan. More money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, more improves. money. You know what yes. I'm saying? More bags exactly. or whatever to, to the program. And, um, you know, because that Bama, you know, you know y'all booster have a lot of relationships with a lot of uh, people with money, especially yeah. like in South Florida. Yes. Um, I, I heard about that too. So um y'all connected with a lot of big time uh you know donors Texas. and but Texas too. So yes. um yeah, um I know a lot of Louisiana people too, a lot of people that's that own a lot of boats and docks and stuff like that on the ports down there in New Orleans and Louisiana in that area yep. too. A lot of Bama uh alumni based down there. So it's it's very well connected. So I, I but I but I get it. I but <laughs> I laughed for him. I was like, man, I know he ain't doing it. Junk <laughs> but I said, but then I listened to it again. I said, man, hmm. Because, like, he went and whined about when we played y'all for the SEC championship no. about hurry-up offense or whatever. Then he went to a hurry-up offense. Then, you know what I'm saying, he whined about uh, other recruiting styles, transfer porter. Look what he doing in the transfer porter. So – he 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 warned y'all. Okay, y'all want to play the game or whatever. I'm just gonna do it better than y'all anyway. You know what it, I'm saying? So he put you on notice or whatever. 
And the crazy thing about it, Cal, too, y'all, I want to get into it. Like, and I was telling my brother, them, and uh, and Zay, like, Kirby just sitting back smiling because he learned the blueprint from, from him. Yes. And, and Georgia, they desperate. They, they've been cheating on the cover. They've been wanting to cheat, but, you know, Mark Rick, he wasn't with the cheating uh, thing, you know, when he was in that program or whatever, running it, whatever. But he, he the big time boosters that people that throw in the bags, they ain't. They ain't want to, you know what I'm saying? He didn't want them around the program like that uh, or whatever. But, man, we can get into it, man. Cal, what you think, too, man, about Nick, man? Nick, he crying. Georgia, man. I had to because Kirby, Kirby, Kirby learned the blueprint, man. Yeah, Kirby dropping that bag. Yeah, Mark Reed, all the little polite stuff he was doing. No, no, we bad guy, man. We pay the bill. We paying the bill, man. Got to pay the bill to win. Man. You know what I'm saying? We play. We dropping bags around here, bro. I don't care about none of that. I want everybody. I want all the good players. I don't care no more, bro. So we in the group chat, right? And my brother <laughs> them literally talking about like I don't know what I'm talking about. Kirby them ain't doing nothing or whatever. Like, and I was telling him I like I know people that know people that know people. <laughs> you well, know you tell saying? me something that we did. I told you to just. To say something. <laughs> say something. What, what a trail. You oh, a I mean, I trail, can, since you know it. Like when y'all bought uh, old oh, boy that Ford Raptor. Man, man, come on, man. Come on, man. Man, come on, man. You know that boy. He, he's a he's a senior now. Come on, man. Get on. Man, come on. Say something else. Say something else. I, I, I'm talking about a recruit. That's what I was saying. What are you talking about? Y'all no. buy every recruit that came no. in. Sorry, I, I, right, busy. what? There, Which there's one? A, there's a hold on, hold on. There's a recruit. Um, uh, I don't like to say names, so I'm gonna keep it real. I don't like to say names. No, no, no. Tell me, I need to know. Okay. Um, don't say names, man. Don't, yeah, I don't like don't to say names. Name, I don't. You can, I don't it. you can edit it. Come on, man. No, uh, man so we don't want to edit. Yeah. So I, I, I don't, I don't man, like to say names, but there, there, there was a, there is a young man, um, out of, uh, out of Jacksonville. That, to my understanding, uh, his home needed a roof, and oh, uh, and, and what, hold on, man. I mean, you you asked for an example. I'm giving you an example. Yeah. Um. The, the the family needed a roof on the home, and UGA was happy to accommodate that to get his to get his nil. Um. We University of Florida um kind of drug our feet on it. This is a kid who grew up wanting to go to UF um, from the Jacksonville area, and again. Kirby did what he needed to do. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, I'm going to tie that into my opinion on the whole Nick and, and Jimbo thing. So even as a rival, like I, I appreciate Saban. And I think that what Larry said is right. Like when Saban does this shit, it's all calculated. And he's kind of warning you like, hey, y'all boys won't play this game. I'm the best. I'm the best at cheating. What I didn't like about it was like, let's not let's not act brand new like we all all of us have not been cheating alabama cheats i like that you're right okay then yeah. okay 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 we all cheat so it's kind of like let's not okay, be then. hypocrites and be and and, and here's okay, what I think it's very very dangerous when coaches start to say we never bought a player. We never paid for a player. We didn't do this for a player. When you like, so, and, and, but at the same time, a coach can say, 
we never did it because a lot of times the coaches know, but they don't necessarily know. So if it comes back that they did buy a player, it's like, well, I didn't know that happened. That's a random booster in fill in the blank city to do that. I didn't know that was happening. I didn't give the green light when let's be honest, there are back channels that can make things happen. So again, Kirby might not have known about a roof. Nick may not have known about a player. Um, we not, may not have known about things that took place, but at the end of the day, cut the shit, all right? We all cheat. Yep. It's just a level to which we choose to cheat and how, how like how aggressive you are. I'll never forget it. Um, I was talking to a UGA alum and we were talking about kind of, this was early on, I think in Kirby's tenure. And he was saying to me, he was like, he, he was like, he said, we're going to be, we, maybe UGA, we're going to be a lot more aggressive than what we, than what you guys, me, UF would be. He was like, because we're a lot more desperate. He was like, Florida isn't as desperate as we are because because te- Florida has des- Florida has recent championships. And it took me a minute to really like understand what he was saying, but he was right. Like there is a, there was a desperation in Athens to get it done and they got it done. Oh, hold, 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 on, hold, hold, on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, listen. And I'm telling you, you got it done. Um, okay, I'm about to tell you what I got to say. Yeah, listen, I'm sitting here <laughs> telling you we all cheat. Don't yeah, we do. I'm not, but don't I'm act, not, don't act like we're we're desperate and like Kentucky not desperate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. South Carolina not desperate. Oh, but, it's all about right. You. But but listen, but listen, Come on, man. We're, we're, but listen, we're also not gonna sit here and, and act like <clears throat> of everybody in the geographical map that we that we care about. Georgia wasn't the most desperate for a title. Florida got titles. FSU got titles. Bama got titles. Auburn got titles. Clemson got titles. Tell me who in that geographic area ain't got no titles. So you, there, so you can't sit there and say, oh my God, South Carolina don't matter. Quit playing. Uh, yes, yes, they do, man. Yes, they do. Man. They don't stop matter. Stop, the people don't matter. People like the, the, those people don't matter. Kentucky don't have one. Don't, oh don't, don't do that. Vanderbilt you, ain't got one. Don't, 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 don't oh do that. Oh my God. You, you, I'm you, just saying, though, man. I'm just saying. Texas A&M, they don't have one. But are, are they in the geographic region that we No, they're not, not geographic. I, I just thought about it. Yeah, they're not. Okay, okay. So, like, I just, like I just said, it's not. Is we're not talking about basketball, so Kentucky is irrelevant. <laughs> we're not talking about academics, so Vanderbilt is irrelevant. So let's 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 talk Carolina. About who? Man, stop talking crazy. Listen, when, I'm when not is, talking crazy. I'm just saying South they want a title. Been a player. <laughs> they want a title, bro. They don't they want a title? Listen, listen. At the end of the day, the at the end of the day, y'all y'all did it, and y'all got it, and y'all finally got it done. Right. So, I don't know what you're crying about. I'm not crying. I'm just saying. You're just saying I'm just, what? I'm sticking up for other, 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 other schools. Y'all acting <laughs> like it's just Georgia. Georgia doing this. Georgia did this. Georgia doing this. Georgia doing this. Georgia wasn't even the first school I listed. Whenever I said everybody is cheating, Georgia wasn't the oh, first I know. school I listed. Yeah. Everybody no. focused on this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say everybody. Larry is. It, it sounds like some guilt coming out. <laughs> hey, well, we are. We are. We are. I'm gonna vote. Okay, then. What, then what does it matter? <laughs> uh, I, I made a video. Like, on... my, my issue with them, Cameron, like they be they be running from like the the facts of the. The, the uh the the people that we you know what I'm saying the surrounding and the uh people that we are connected with telling you the information 
about what's really going on behind the scenes or whatever. And he looking at it, everything as from a masses point of view, when these kids only care about the top blue blood programs in the South or whatever. Right. And you know what I'm saying? So when, when a kid go on a recruiting visit, like I could, like, you got to think about this. It's a lot of programs like Vanderbilt. They only serious about baseball. A lot of programs was ain't don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Cameron, you're, you're, you're a graduate from UF. You went to Florida and you know it and whatever. Like, we really just now getting serious about football. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we hired Billy because of the well, press conference. But I think, I think, I think we, well, so here's the thing. I think we were serious about it, but I think there was a lot of resting on the, on the power of the logo. Right. Alabama spending money. And, and when I say, and, and, I'm a preface. I'm not talking. I'm I'm talking about cheating, but I'm not talking about cheating. Yeah. Alabama spending money, Georgia spending money, Clemson spending money, everybody in the area is spending money except for UF. And I think it goes back. Well, to, I think it goes back to like when. What's up? I think it even goes back to like when Coach Spurrier was was at Florida. He would always say, you know, like I mean, we don't need all the gadgets and all the stuff because we're gonna beat you with what we got. And I think a lot of that mentality like trickled down. And as a result of that, I think Florida fell behind, again, the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Clemson. I mean, just look at facilities wise, we fell behind all of those schools kind of in the area. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, so yes, I guess you would say we finally got serious, but like I said, the last time I was over here, I don't think that Billy has really done anything um, revolutionary. Like he no just, matter. I mean, he, he just modernized Florida, he brought us where we now are on the same level from a staff perspective as the people that we have to compete against. Well, I think he did something that Dan Mullen didn't do, which was demand money to be spent in the program. It's that simple. <laughs> but at the, on the flip side, though, no. on the flip side, though, I think that um, it goes twofold. You can demand it, and then can you get it? Yeah. You know, yeah. like – I think that the boosters and the folks that really write the important checks, they have to, they have to see the vision and they have to agree with it. Um, you know, like, I mean, let's go back to UGA. Like, I mean, who, who, who in that circle was going to tell Kirby no when Kirby came in and asked for a check? I'm not going to tell him no, because they understand, they see the vision. They understand that he knows how to build a program um, and they're going to support him there. So I think even if Dan asked for the money, would he have gotten it? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, again, I mean, and that's not taking nothing from Billy. I think Billy's done a great job. But I mean, well, I say he's done a good job so far. Um, but I think that if anything, he's not really reinvented the reinvented the wheel. I mean, he's just made us more modern than what we have been in the past. Really, cool. I, I feel like that's the difference between him and Steve Sarkeesian. Like Steve Sarkeesian won't stand up to te- to the Texas boosters, which is why Texas is well. You see where they're still at right now. Yeah, but you but but you're you're there now and you're gonna learn a lot about there's a lot of um there's a lot of those oil guys that want to have their opinion heard. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of the reason why you know, like Texas from a um a money perspective is second to nobody. Yeah, but that's not as attractive as a job as say other places because again, it's a lot of those oil dudes that they need to have that ego stretched. Yeah. And so sorry uh-huh. having issues standing up to them now makes me question how long Sark is going to be exactly in that seat. Yep. yep. Same hey, way. Hey, same hey. way. 
Hey, he got a he got a win, right? He got a win first, and then you know, when you win in that type of in that type of game, you know, what I'm saying I think it cures a lot of stuff. And um, yeah, you're right about it. he got to stand up to the boosters, but he got to win, man. He got to produce. Man, so. Well, but and, but here's the thing too, and and this is where like I used to always get into fights with like Texas fans whenever I was there. It's kind of like when you really look at Texas's history. They were important. Uh, Zay, can you boot your background? Zay. Hey, me. Roger, boot your background, man. Who? Boot your background. Oh, the CD? Yeah. I think I think Texas was like a they were a big time program like in the 70s. But if you if you really look at it, they go what like a 30-year stretch or more without a title? Yeah. Um, and even the one they got, I mean, I'll tell I mean, like Vince was incredible, but I think it took USC playing their worst game that night for Texas to get a title. Yep. Right. Yeah. And so you have to ask yourself with Texas's resources from a recruiting perspective, the size of the state, the money, et cetera, why is it so difficult for them to get across the get across the board? I mean, I mean, and, and this is, you know, before the SEC really became what it is today. So, um, yeah, I think Sark, you know, I. I, I, I kind of wish him luck, but at the same time, like if he's not willing to stand up to them oil guys that's writing the checks. Yeah. Trouble. Yep. Trouble. And that's the first, it's funny because I made a video when he first got hired or saying that it's like your number one agenda when you go there is to be, you should sit down with the boosters right away. You got to have an understanding of what's got to be done here. Cause if you don't lay it out, like you said, I don't know as much as you obviously do about this, but you said when you're writing those million dollar checks, I'm sure these guys are wanting their say on everything players, coaches, assistants, everything. Listen, one of, one of the biggest on the day that Charlie Strong was announced as head coach of Texas, one of the biggest boosters, like publicly said, I can't believe we hired him. He's nothing more than a coordinator. So you were this, this is this is the Charlie Strong that was. The national championship winning defensive coordinator at University of Florida had gone to had gone to Louisville, had produced Teddy Bridgewater. This is more than just quote a coordinator. Um, these are the types that are there at Texas, um, and these are the types that Sark is going to have to deal with while yeah. being at Texas. Um, so again, you know, and then coming into the SEC, like, <laughs> yeah. It's uh good luck. Good luck, brother. Yeah. And I feel like that's where Alabama has done such a good job on people talk about Nick Saban and the success he's had. And I always point to the very beginning of me and Larry's actually talked about this. Nick Saban's had the success he's had because of the staff he's had, man. You come in and you bring a staff that had 50 people on it at Alabama before Nick Saban. And now he has 119 assistants. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about the money willing to go into it. And Alabama handed them the keys to the castle and said, spend what you need to spend to get your assistants, your recruiters, and bring the kids in. Like you said, I believe that if you're going to sit here and tell me that a top program, no matter who it is, Alabama, Florida, isn't cheating, you're almost naive. And for, for Nick Saban to even say that, like, we never bought a player. And I'm like, man, you really think Alabama fans are that stupid to think that we've never bought a player? I mean – Come on, we were just on probation the year before you got here for buying a player. So, so yeah, well, yeah. I, but here's the thing too. Um, I don't think he thought that 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 media was in the room when he said what he said. 
Right. And I think that that's where coaches now, much like players and yeah. podcasters and everything else, have to be careful is like there's always a camera. There's always something yes. that's rolling. And I don't I don't think that Saban thought that he was going to be recorded and that was going to go viral. Um, you know, I mean, like I, you know, like we we were lucky to have Billy here in town a couple weeks ago. And there was a lot of times where, you know, like he kind of was like, all right, there's no media in the room. Right. Like, I mean, like coaches need yeah. to be aware of even if there's not media in the room, there's all all of us have a cell phone with a yeah. video camera. And I think that's what happened to Saban. I don't think, <clears throat> you know, if you gave him made him take a, a polygraph. Like he probably thought like, I'm okay to say this cause I'm saying this in a room amongst yep. us, you know, and no, and this isn't going to get out. Um, I just can't imagine that he would say the names that he said, um, or he would name names if he yeah. knew it was going to turn into what it turned into. And I feel like you heard that the next day when he was quickly trying to walk it back a little bit when it yeah. got out of control, but yeah. Um, I think coaches have to be cognizant. Like, yeah. And I feel like I'll be honest with you, man. I feel like Dion won from all this because <laughs> in all honesty, like it's like Dion said, you know, it's free publicity at this point. Like, you know what I mean? I like my Jackson state HBCU colleges, you know, the more publicity this is bringing in and you look at what just happened. They just gained another four-star wide receiver. You know what I mean? For the 2023 class, literally days after all this went down. And, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, the only reason Saban even came out and apologized the way he did was for one reason. I think he was he was apologizing to Dion, not to Jimbo Fisher, in my opinion, because Jimbo and Saban's went at it before. This is not the first time. You know, this was just this happened just a couple months prior with, uh, with Lane Kiffin. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. This is something that's been going on. But I, I do also think, like, if you go back, so when you think about Saban's record against – his assistance, you know, he was whatever it was, 50 and 0. Yeah. And then suddenly you lose to Jimbo. And then you, yeah. And then you, well, you, you lose to, right. You lose to Jimbo and then you lose to Kirby. And I think um, as, as Teflon as he is, um, there's, there's a blow to the ego there. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of the uh, um, best reason why, like, I mean, I think the next one, a lot of people are like, oh my God, he's scared. I'm like, nah. I don't think that's I don't think that's Nick being scared. I think that's Nick rallying the troops. Yeah. Um and saying, hey, like <laughs> these guys have, do now. All these guys have egos, man. Yeah. Narcissist calling it a narcissist. You know what I mean? Like, in my opinion, that's that's all this stuff is. Let me ask a question though. <clears throat> do you think Jesse State paid Travis Hunter? <clears throat> Not Jesse State, but uh Dion. Yeah, did, no. did they did, did it did he pay him? No, it's uh it's very see here's the here's the problem, guys. So everybody uh, tends to believe social media, everybody tends to believe these stupid articles written by you know bro bible, right? And some even some of these SI ones that I criticize horribly. Uh, and I go out and I'll occasionally run with one if I do my research and do my homework and find it to be true. But I was one of the first people calling the BS on the Barstool Sports. I'm like, is nobody paying attention? Barstool Sports pulled out of Deion Sanders two months prior to him committing. Barstool Sports was never a part of this process. You know who was a part of the process that was publicly made about this, but it was never talked about was Jay's Cafe, which is located in Texas State. They're the ones that came out and said, we're providing an NIL deal for, for Hunter. But nobody wrote about it. All you had to do was do research and you would have found it. But nobody does that. So, so... So they they gave him 
They gave him some money, but not a Marshall Sports didn't give him anything. Who, where he got his money from was the two hundred thousand dollar nil from Jay's Cafe. Okay, that's that two, okay. So okay, and okay. and that's over the course of four years. So it's not even like he's making a ton of money. Right. It's two hundred thousand for four. Now, will it? Could he get? Could he get another nil? Nil? Of course. Of course. But you know what I mean? Like he, he's a star and. The more stars that come into Jackson State, the more I'm sure the more money's gonna start pouring in there. So I heard you got offered them what uh what eight hundred thousand. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Um I heard Georgia, they say Georgia offered a meal. Um they say Georgia was the a dark horse. He said he was never going to Alabama. Said uh Georgia was always like the uh the dark horse, which made sense, you know what I'm saying, for for him. Um but he, you know, he, 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 he's, you know, people can't believe that, you know, he picked Dion because he's been on, huh? We can't hear you. You hear me now? Oh, I can hear. Uh, I'll take a stab at the question while we wait for Larry to come back. Um, and this is maybe just playing devil's advocate to the question. Um, I do think that something happened. And again, I haven't researched at the level you have, Jonathan, but I do think that, um, there's ways for like Barstool to funny to funnel money through yeah. different channels to make sure that the young man gets yeah. paid um and i'm not saying that it you know like what what i didn't like about the whole thing is again like it insinuates and i and that's where i kind of understood where jimbo was coming from it insinuates the kids wouldn't want to go to texas a&m without the money it insinuates yeah. that travis hunter wouldn't want to go exactly to jackson state without the money but even if Barstool themselves didn't write the money, I mean, didn't write the check, excuse me, I think it's possible that Barstool or somebody, Funnel you know, um, like Shador had a Beats deal before the season even started, you know? So again, like that's the power of Dion and his connections. Yeah. That, you know, a Barstool doesn't have to write the check, but a, a connection through, D, you know, yep. the money could have come through Under Armour. Yeah. Um, Dion Jay's had to deal with, with Under Armour for forever. And uh, the money could have come through them, through uh, whomever, you know, to make sure that the young man got his money. But, um, yeah, I mean, I do think it's a lot of free publicity for Jackson State. Um, and it's, it's, it's so funny that because of that, like, Jackson State has be kind of become like the boogeyman that's out there <laughs> where a lot of people are like, you know, oh, my God, you know, they may get a kid, they may get a kid. If, you know, Jack, Dion may do something at the end, but, you know, Again, I'm not. I'm. I'm never going to be sad to see kids go to the HBCUs either at the same time. I okay. So I'll say this: one of the I got criticized a lot as an Alabama fan for saying this. Number one, I 100% agree. He was never coming to Alabama. It was never even a consideration. But my big thing that I pointed out and said that I got tore up for was saying, "What's wrong with a kid that's a cornerback wanting to go play for Deion Sanders, the best quarterback of all time?" Like Agreed. I don't understand where that criticism came from. Of well, he must be getting paid millions of dollars. Are you kidding me? If I'm a cornerback and my goal is to go to the NFL and Deion Sanders offered me, are you kidding? I get to hang out with Deion Sanders? Seriously? Come on. You get, once again, it's one of those naive things, man. Like, people don't want to accept it. So, yeah. It, money makes the world go around. And I agree with you. Uh, Barstool Sports could have definitely funneled the money. But one thing I definitely tend to do is I run with what I can find physically, yeah. like, that's reputable. And, you know – it would be like saying, well, I can't find Alabama is not cheating. Of course, I know they're cheating, but I can't find it. But the stories I'll talk about are the ones that I can find <laughs> prove, right? It's myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 
I feel like a lot of YouTubers are kind of like, I'm looking at the, a lot of these guys that run these podcasts, even and it's like, man, you make these speculative stories and don't do any research. And then you wonder why people like me are like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Hey, you know, you know, it's for content, you know, they clickbait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But that's, but, but that's also why I, I said before, like, cut the shit. Like, let's quit acting like we're not all doing it. Exactly, bro. That's what I don't know. Again, that's that's my that was my frustration in the whole thing. Like, man, like, just don't say nothing. Just shut up. And that was the reason why the whole time I was like, you know, nobody asked Billy a question. Like, just shut. Like, nobody. And like, I mean, not, again, I'm not throwing stones, but like, I seen where like you know Kirby answered a question to the Atlanta to the AJC. I'm not answering shit. Like, my name wasn't brought up, bro. Like, I don't I don't know what they, I, I don't know them people. I know nothing. I don't know nothing, you know. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't if I made that brought up, hold on, man, hold on, man, man. I don't know what you're about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know these people. I don't know Nick. I never worked for Nick. I don't know what Jimbo. We talking about? I don't know nothing. <laughs> we in I here in Athens. It. Yeah, like we out here in Athens, man. We trying to get ready for our Nick to defend our title, bro. Like, yeah, that's, bro. Yeah, I ain't got nothing. I don't know these people. <laughs> I do. They go. Hey, you know they gonna ask Kirby like put him, try to put him in it. You know, you know. So they go ask people around. You know, uh, SEC was going on. And and when he <laughs> and when the AJC tweeted like the, you know the article that had the quote in it, my immediate response, my, my tweet was like, "Dog, shut up! They didn't bring you up. Be thankful your name is not implicated yep. in this." Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because listen, here here's the shitty part about all this. There is there is a journalist somewhere that is going to try to make a name out of himself yep. for him, himself or herself by uncovering the smoking gun. Yeah. Yeah. These, these people are out there. So, again, I'm going to go back to what I said before. When a Jimbo or whomever says, you know, look it up, dig it up. We never did this. We did everything. Dude, man. Be careful, dog. When Saban says we never paid a, be careful. Be careful. Because you don't know who's frontal. You don't know who's pissed. Who's gonna say something? Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you good? But um, let me ask this: Do do Tra is uh? Do you think Travis Hunter gonna do the full three years? I'm pretty sure he's gonna leave as a junior. But uh, I'm just saying: Do you think he's gonna do the full three years at Jackson State? Do you think he'll transfer or he just gonna do the full three three years? I'm asking everybody. From a culture perspective, yes. I want to see him, I want to see him stick it out. Um, purely yes. for the HBCU to get from a culture perspective, see the HBCU get, get that kind of caliber of player. Yes. Exactly. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna answer that question with a question. Mm -hmm. If Mike Norvell gets fired this year because FSU only wins six games and FSU hires Dion. Dog. Wow, that's what I, that's what I was, oh my god, bro. That's what I was saying, bro. That's oh, the wild, card. <laughs> that's the wild card, bro. Uh, let me, that, that, let me ask y'all this. Um, oh, Cal, that's my man. We're gonna, um, to piggyback off this, do you think Dion go to Lee Jackson State? My answer is the same. From a culture perspective, I hope not. Like, I, I think that I'm saying, but I'm saying not for the culture perspective, but. If you do, how long do you think it will be before he leaves Jackson State? I think Dion, because of who he is and because of his connections, 
Dion and I, again, y'all know I don't like comparisons. Dion could be a Saban type guy right. for the HBCU league. Right. Um, he doesn't need the money. So there's, it's not like he's chasing a check kind of thing to just to right. go chase a buyout. So I, I, I would want to see him stay. And I'm, and again, maybe I'm biased as a Florida fan, not wanting to see him go to Florida state. Cause obviously he could get guys to go to Tallahassee. Um, I don't think he has to go. Um, I think that, you know, they, they like, what, like he tweeted out, they're getting new locker rooms. They're improving the facility. They were already selling out the stadium. He's getting good players. Um, you know, why go like, why, why, why go outside of just wanting to go to his alma mater to coach, but to the original question, I think that is the wild card with whether or not Travis Hunter stays, does Mike Norvell get fired? And if he gets fired, is Dion the call? Then I think it gets weird. I don't think they fired Norvell until they get the okay from Dion. Cause I, I really and truly bro, I really think it is wild to me. I really think Dion will leave and go to Bama before Florida State just off how not, – not because of how uh, Florida State did him because he wanted the job yeah. uh, after Willie. You know what I'm saying? And, okay. and they said, you know – and they you're said, Right, you're not ready. You know what I'm saying? And so he felt some type of way. So really he on his mission to prove them wrong type deal. You know what I'm saying? And act the fuel to the fire. I – I mean, even him going to – if he leads to him going to Bama kind of makes sense, but Florida State do make sense. I hope that don't happen. But um, I, I just I just think that – I think he'll – I think the, the relationship between him and um, and uh, and Florida State just, like, burn or whatever. Yeah. I really yeah, like but, it just tarnish. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, like – at the same time, all can be forgiven. And fans are short-sighted. And um, I mean, like, look at, I mean, like, I'm sure it doesn't happen with like Bama or UGA, but I mean, like, look at how like weird our fans get about recruiting, where it's like, you know, oh, yeah. for like three, four months straight, they was Billy, 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 scared money don't make money. Everybody was going crazy for Billy. And then Billy ain't already get, you know, eight, five stars to commit. And now suddenly, we got buyer's remorse with Billy. Like fans are fans are fucking weird. Um, so with that said, like they were burning Dion's jersey on signing day when Travis Hunter flipped. That's what I'm saying. If 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 if, if, if Dion takes the job and restores FSU to where they probably should be, they're gonna be right back loving Dion like they was. So like I I mean I don't I I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about what the fans do because fans are stupid. And I said that as a fan. So I got a question then, because uh, I think this is what it comes down to. If Dion stays at Jackson State and dominates and turns them even into an FBS school, let's say he does what Gary Patterson did with TCU, right? Mm-hmm. Brought them from, you know what I mean? Uh, we'll just say a tier two to a tier one school or whatever it may be, um, and dominates, wins consistently at Jackson State. Do you think that's where – Dion stays because like he has that legacy cemented for himself at Jackson state. And he did bring HBCU. He brought Jackson state to somewhere that nobody else possibly could versus going to Florida state. And maybe it doesn't end up working out the way it's supposed to work out. You know what I mean? Like I feel like does Dion's ego get in the way? I wouldn't say ego, but does, does Dion want to stay at Jackson state to cement himself? You know what I mean? Like to, yeah. 
bring this entirely up. I feel like that would be a bigger legacy in my opinion. And, and that's the reason why I was saying like, and again, I, I hate the comparison, but like he could be a saving type at yeah. the HBCU level. If he were to stick it out, he's already getting the players. Yep. He's getting them to invest in facilities. Um, you know, he can call whoever and have them to come to Jackson, Mississippi to work with the players. Um, Terrell Owens just did it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it, it, I, I don't really know from a staff perspective, like where that staff, like who all's on that staff, you know, but again, there are a lot of former NFL guys that are trying to work their way up through the coaching ranks, you know, where Dion would hire them where another power five wouldn't. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I, I hope he stays because I want to see HBCU football get back to a yeah. level of respectability. Um, do you think, do you guys think, uh, how long, how many years do you think for Jackson State join a uh, Power Five conference? Yeah. I think they'll be the first HBCU to do it. Yeah, Dion's already made it, he's already said he wants that to happen. Yeah. Dion said that when he first got to Jack, and there's a lot of things I don't think people paid attention to when he got to Jackson State that he wanted to do. That's why I think Dion's not leaving anytime soon, in my opinion. It's because right. if he's really going to stick by his word, then you know, bringing it, bringing Jackson State up like that, it's not going to be quick. You're talking right. what You're four right. to five years minimum, right? Like yeah. at least four to five yeah. years. Um, and that's consistently doing what he's doing, which is bringing in top recruits, which I think he can do. You know what I mean? So. It's just all about momentum and gaining them in the momentum with money as well. You know, starting to see that slowly trickling in every year, starting to gain momentum from it. So, and then making a great point talking about the assistants, you know what I mean? Bringing in people that want to coach at places like Jackson State that you couldn't get hired at a, at a Power Five program. So, there's a lot, 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 there's a lot there to uncover. Yeah. So, I mean, even, but even looking at it like from a player perspective, um, I think we touched on this the pod before, like the, the, the portal is overflowing with players right now. Like, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of guys, let's be honest, that jumped in that portal, didn't have a backup, didn't have something in concrete. And then now they are without a spot. Like why not go play at the HBCU level um, and get, you know, get some film, get to the league. Like we've seen guys that have done it. I mean, like I used before the example of James Houston, James Houston was a, was a spot player at Florida, went yeah. to Jackson State, you know, um, defensive player of the year, or I think he was defensive player of the year, but he was like, he got, yeah. he got drafted. Yeah. He got drafted. Um, Third round. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. Um, but to that question though, like, I think it's a much bigger discussion around like what happens with college football as a whole with Jackson yeah. State joining the power five. So I think in my, in th- there is a world where I think that the SEC says, you know, we're done with the NCAA, especially after you get Texas, after you get Oklahoma. Um, and I think, you know, again, if Jackson State is in a position to say, okay, we want to jump, we want to join whatever becomes college football after the NCAA, then I think maybe. But um, like North Carolina AT left the MEAC and moved to like the Big South or something. Yeah, Big South. Yeah. And it to me, it was a terrible, it was a terrible deal. Now, financially for them, it was great. You know, they got more money than what the MEAC could offer them. But um, like now, when you look at North Carolina A&T, outside of like track, they're kind of at the bottom of, yeah. of the Big South. 
So that just shows you like the level of jump that it is to go from like the MEAC to the Big South. And now you're yeah. talking about going from the SWAC to Power yeah. Five. <laughs> That's a massive, massive jump. Yeah. And I'm not saying that a and can't get right, but it's a lot easier said than done. So um, I think there's a lot of steps that have to take place um, for it to happen. Do I see it happening? No. Um, I think there's more power in staying in the SWAC, staying in the MEAC um, and building that up than to jump into a power five and become a Vanderbilt hypothetically. Like who wants to do that? Yeah. Right. So we could kind of bounce back and get back, man. We got Cav, uh, you think Rashada um, playing with us? Um, I think there's legitimate interest there now. Um, I mean, you know how I feel about West Coast kids coming yeah. Coming to the Southeast, obviously at Bama, it's worked. Um, it's worked with Brock at UGA. Um, at Clemson, it didn't work with DJ. I just, I just don't know. Um, I do think that, again, if you're not a kid from here, you know, like, I, you know how I feel about West Coast kids coming to the Southeast. I mean, no, it, 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 it does not work more times than it has worked. Um, I think there is legitimate interest there. I think the interest comes from Billy's time at Arizona State with the dad. And when you look at it, like AR could go crazy this year and turn pro, and then he's ready to start next, the, the upcoming season, the following season. Um, and then even if not, um, you know, AR comes back and he's got a year to sit and then he plays. You know, I don't know what the path, I'm not as familiar with Oregon's. Um, depth chart as I am ours, but I think that there's legitimate interest there. Again, it's just, it's a West Coast kid coming to the Southeast and I have my own reservations about that until I see it happen. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he won't end up at Oregon with Ty Thompson and them getting a new recruit today. He, I don't believe, and also USC is completely out of the picture as well because they also picked up another quarterback as well today. Oregon got so, a quarterback? Or Oregon got a quarterback and so did USC. So both of them picked up quarterbacks today. So uh, that's why a lot of people are saying it looks like a Florida commit. Uh, Deontay Moore is leaning now because of everything falling the way they are. Eli to Alabama kind of pushed now. Is it Texas or uh, Georgia for Arch? You know, Arch. Yeah. Now it's looking like Georgia because Texas is now starting to lean into a five-star 2024, two of them actually. So a lot of people are pushing these kids around, and Deontay Moore looks like a lock for A&M. So now all of a sudden this stuff's starting to unravel in recruiting. I've been doing a lot of research the past couple of days uh, with this because, you know, these kids are connected to each other too. A lot of them, when you gain one, you could gain two. Yeah. You know what I mean? So friends and all that other stuff and connections. But, yeah, if, if it was me, I think I'm pushing towards Florida on that one. And I mean, a lot of people, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, John. No, uh, a lot of people forget that everybody wants to talk about Alabama's success with West Coast quarterbacks, but our very first one was actually a complete bust, Blake Barnett. Blake Barnett. You know what I mean? So, yeah, modern day, right? Yeah, modern day came down. Yeah. He was supposed to be the guy. Then Jalen Hurts took his cookies. You know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> he never looked back from there. Again, like I, I need to not be so hard on those West Coast kids. But I think, I mean, like I just look at my own self, for example, like that's a, that's a long way to go. Yeah. Um, and it's, and now again, like I think the transfer portal kind of gives you a get out of jail free card. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I just, again, like when those West coast kids want to commit, um, 
and where they want to come to the Southeast. Like I got to see it before I believe it. And again, like yeah. I know it's, it happened. It was worked out twice for Bama. It seems to be working out um, yeah. for UGA with Brock. Um, and I'm sure there's other ones, you know, I guess like in the end Corral worked out for Ole yeah. Miss, but more times than not, like it's not, it's not going to work. Or at least from my perspective, it's not going to work. Who, what, what's the quarterback name that Oregon got today? You recall off the top of your head? No, I don't. I just, I had a flood of news because I just, uh, I just interviewed a huge Oregon uh, fan slash he's in with uh, the program and he kind of gave me a heads up. Hey, there's a guy on campus kind of already gave us to commit. Sure enough, it came across uh, Twitter today that Oregon's pretty much got him locked up. Um, and he's been to Oregon like twice now in the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to get with him to get the name. Yeah. Because I'm not – I don't keep up with Oregon recruiting like that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah. – but I do know Ty Thompson. I I believe Bo Nix will start for them this year because he's not going to transfer over there for no reason. But Ty Thompson looks like he's the real deal. As yeah, far I like as Oregon. Yeah. So, and, hold on. Ty, Ty Thompson signed – is he a 2022 or 23? No, no, he's a 2022 no. guy. Uh, oh, okay. He came in, and but he looks like, you know, he's going to be their quarterback of the future for sure. Like, he looks really good. But yeah. once again, Bo Nix came over. People didn't know how Ty was going to look. You know what I mean? So so you're you're thinking that Nix starts this year, Ty Thompson takes over. Takes over, abso- absolutely. In 23. Yep. Understood. And it kind of pushes landing out because for the – for the recruits for as far as the quarterbacks go. Because Lanning, if you go and look at his prospects, look at his 24-7 board, um, you can definitely tell who he's targeting. Like, he he's really owning in on these specific – what was it, Los Alamados, I believe is how you say the name of the school in California. Um, he's not reaching really far south into California. So, I'm definitely noticing a trend here where Lincoln has pretty much put up a gate, right, at modern day and said everything south we're bringing in yeah. essentially is what's going on there. Yeah. But so, but yeah, we you, Larry, you brought up Arch. Um, and this isn't a, I mean, maybe it's because like I'm not, a, I'm not a big Manning family person. Like I wasn't a big Peyton person. I didn't, I always thought Eli was shitty. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't think the Arch is very good. Me too. Me too. Same I, name, bro. Me, me, if, if I, saw I, Arch, I don't think he's good at all. I, I like. I think that. Uh, to me, this, this is my top five board. I like uh, the kid out of that. They committed to Clemson. The quarterback going yeah. to Clemson. I like yeah. him. I like him. I. I mean, Eli. Him or Rashada can go two or three. Either way you go, and yeah. I, I put him at the bottom, bro. There's a lot of kids that's. Yeah. I, I just would never like after I watch the film, I see the level of competition um okay. play with and 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 that's what I was saying. I was telling my brother them about um similar to he remind me of Brock Vandercroft. You know what I'm saying? The competition. Yeah, but but even but but even though when you like Brock played at a at a at a different level than like normal, you know, top Georgia high school level. Yeah. When you saw like Brock throw the ball to make plays like you were kind of like all right like he's playing against a lower competition but at least Brock is making throws that I could see a, a Georgia caliber quarterback make on Saturday I don't see that when I watch Arch play and I and, and, right. and here's the here's the thing to me like 
I could be wrong, but like, why is arts not competing in the elite 11s of things this summer? He's and I getting- get it. I get it. He's, he's Arch Manning. He don't have to do it. I, I get out. But at the same time, like, you're Arch Manning. You should want to go and compete and, and, and prove exactly. that you are more than just a last name. And he's not competing in those competitions. And I think a lot of that is to kind of protect how, and, and who knows, he could end up being better than Peyton. I don't know. But from what I've seen him of, of the clips, what I've seen, the competition, um, I don't know. I'm just not impressed. And even when there was like, Arch Manning's going to visit Florida, I was like, man, for what? Like, that shit don't put us over the top. It's, it's it, a now, show. now, the name may attract Dang. other guys that will want to come to Florida, and that's fine, whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I don't. I'm not a big Arch Manning fan. I think he's the biggest. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the other kids respect all the other quarterbacks more. Eli, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the kid at Clemson, Dante Moore, Rashada. I think them kids respect him more than than, than Arch Manning. That's just my opinion. I, I look yeah, but like the, the, you know, the, the more thing, I, I I just feel like that's a – I think he's flirting with schools down here, but in the end, it's going to be a Michigan, Notre Dame. Think so? I, I don't know, man. Wait, he's committed to Michigan, right? Is that right? Uh, we're talking about Deontay Moore? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he's not committed. Uh, he was, but he kind of backed off. Okay. He went. He, he visited Texas A&M, and now A&M's the favorites. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, so. you know what? You know what? Is the <laughs> yeah, I want Jimbo. Jimbo. I don't want Jimbo to get mad at me. I don't, yeah. 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 I don't want Jimbo to take down Larry's podcast. So I'm gonna chill. But um, yeah, two point yeah. million dollars. I get it. Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. He went to Texas and they all of a sudden they favorite now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they crystal um, ball them a hundred percent. I Amen. know, I know why, I know why, because they check hundred percent. So, and uh, no, to your point on Arch Manning, he's playing at a two A school. Right. Like you said, it's kind of odd that you wouldn't play number one against higher competition. And when I compare him to everybody else, I personally like Eli. I think he's a better fit at Alabama than Arch is. But I think the quarterback nobody's talking about. I my number one quarterback on the board is Malachi Nelson. You know, the commitment. Oh, yeah, to USC, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him opinion, USC. Yeah. He, he kind of has all, you know what I mean? In my opinion, he has everything. Of course, we know, never know how these guys are going to honestly turn out. But uh, I like Rashada. I do like more. I like Eli Holstein. I was advocating, I made a video and got a lot of hate when I said Eli Holstein coming to Alabama would be a relief for me because I feel like the Arch Manning sweepstakes is overblown. It's like a damn going away tour for a Yankees player. You know what I mean? Everywhere he goes, it's a parade. Right. It's like, bro, just. You know what I mean? Is it Let me really tell you, worth all this? It, it, it sucks watching the 3.30 game on Saturday afternoons. And we're talking uh, Florida versus whoever, Alabama versus whoever, a Georgia versus whoever. And we got to pan to the stands to see that Arch Manning is in the stands. That's who what gives, I'm saying. Who, who, who gives a shit? And again, like, I mean, I'll own it. Like, I'm not a big fan of the Manning family as a whole. Um, I think, you know, again, Peyton was fine, whatever. Um, but I don't know. I just I, – maybe that's my issue with it is I just I, – I have issues with the, with the Manning family. I think that, you know, um, when you go back, you do your, your history on things that Peyton did while at Tennessee and the family yeah. covered up and then 
completely buried, you know, a young up and coming doctor. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff yeah. that there um, that people just don't talk about and they look over because they get caught up in what the family means and, you know, all this stuff, all those, all those things. But um, for the kid, I don't know, man, I just don't, I don't see it. He could prove me wrong. Um, I hope for his sake, he does prove me wrong, but I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I try to – I do a lot of recruiting, and one thing I always tell Alabama fans is that really get into my chats is, like, you want to see what these guys can do in a game before you sit here and start blowing this stuff out of proportion. Yeah. Like, I can sit here and talk about how great he looks on YouTube. Obviously, I don't get to see these kids very much because I don't travel out there to go do it as a professional. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it all comes down to what, what are you going to do when you get on the field, man? Uh, Jai Hall looked amazing in Alabama during that spring game. Man, national championship. Yeah. He looked lost. He's still right. going. He's still going to Texas, right? Yeah, he's, he's still going. He's still at Texas. He just has, you know, he didn't. He was a June enrollee, so he was never on the roster. That's why he never participated during their spring game. That's why he never was. That's why he's never even mentioned because he was never on the roster. It's one of those things. I don't know if you were on earlier when I was talking about it, but. Uh, Texas made him remove the Texas content because it's a spo- it's sponsored content through a third party outside of Texas. So they made him remove it because he wasn't in it. He wasn't in the enrolled process yet. Okay. So he kind of got slapped on the wrist saying, Hey, you shouldn't have posted that yet. Yeah. And that's what triggered the, the craziness about him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what, that's where SI ran with the story and it just got blown out of proportion. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, what what y'all think? Um, that kid, I like him. That Calvin Sampson Hunt. I heard about him. He blowing up. He was a lower star, but now he been rising up on the boards or whatever. He was just at Florida this week too. Who? Calvin Sampson. Calvin Sampson Hunt. He out of Texas, I think. He's from Texas. But I yeah. know um, Baylor was on like the first school to offer him. From the jump, um, you're talking about the the cornerback, right, from Texas? Yeah, yeah. He there's a lot of unknowns with him right now. Uh, he was a he was literally a no star. He wasn't even yeah. ranked in the national yeah. rankings whatsoever. So I mean, you, you're gonna have to wait probably at least another month for people to get out there and do an evaluation on him because you know people are gonna want to see him on seven on sevens now. Yeah, but they so. uh, I know Baylor was the first school to offer him. It was on him early, and now um, – Oh, he has a lot. Yeah. Uh, now he, I know Florida offered him, Bama offered him. LSU. Everybody in the LSU. Yep. Everybody just offered him out of the uh, Woodworks or whatever. So, you know, we'll see or whatever. Um, we're, we're still uh, really early in this 2023 recruiting class. Right. I mean, these kids taking a long time to commit, though. It's kind of different now. Yeah. Hell, bro. Yeah. So yeah. they they raised a good point on roll up about like because of NIL, if now the original signing day becomes the signing day. Yeah. Because you know, like if you sign in December, then you're kind of accepting whatever NIL opportunities have already been presented to you and you're yeah. okay with it. Whereas like if you wait until February, um, you know, like I look at, I mean, we were in it for the linebacker that ultimately went to LSU. And I think like a couple other players that kind of 
should have signed in December, but didn't. And I would imagine that, you know, the money went up. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I do wonder if, you know, to their point on roll up, um, if now that February signing day goes back to being the signing day. So that way you can let all of the offers really hit the table and know what is what uh, before you ultimately sign your letter of intent. Yeah. Me and uh, Ty Hayes from around the table sports. He has a YouTube channel, really big one. Me and him was in conversations the other day talking about how the transfer portal and the recruiting windows are probably about to completely change because of the NIL deals, you know what I mean? So you can't have your uh, transfer portal and your recruiting windows intersecting now because if they're overlapping, you're talking about kids committing, decommitting at the last moment, swapping schools uh, because of the transfers that's happening from the result of NILs. So these windows are going to have to start becoming more aligned and stop overlapping to stop creating the chaos in a sense. I feel like, you know, SB 1401, have you, have you read into that yet? What's going no. on in California? Have you, no. any of you guys know about that? No. No, what happened with it? Oh, SB 1401 is a, you know, it's a bill that's being passed in California that's going to be passed this year, supposedly, or they're trying to pass it. It hasn't passed yet. What they're doing, and this is a major change, by the way, for all of college football here. What they're saying is in the state of California, if this passes, it, it, each state can pass it, but 50% of all revenue from college football men's basketball and women's basketball will be returned to those players, including wow. the NIO deals. So you, they will become officially university employees. employees. Yeah. So they'll have to pay taxes on it. And what it does is yes, it gives California a major, major like leverage to keep these kids in the state. Like these kids won't be leaving the state anymore with that type of advantage. But at the same time, you're killing all the unfunded programs whatever you guys want to think about that archery swimming in a sense, they said even lower level baseball teams would disappear. Yeah. That money's now going to the players. Right. So that's, that's a big deal, man. Like that's a huge, huge change that could be coming. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, Cause I do wonder, like when I look at, I know at Florida, like we brag about, you know, the everything school because all of our sports, typically yeah. are, you know, I mean, they've all, like, I've seen everything but women's basketball win a title. Um, but at the same time, I feel like I do think that's come at the expense of football, where, like, football is taking a step back because you had to bring in high-level coaching at all of the other sports. Um, yeah. But I do think that I, I feel like that's where we're headed overall, um, and I think that's the reason why, like, the schools are pushing so hard against NIL because you don't want these kids to become – um, employees, because then, you know, you get into a benefits yeah. conversation and then, yeah. you know, do, you know, obviously their benefits are much different than a little lady that's just pushing papers around um, all day. So I think it becomes a very interesting debate. But yeah, I mean, I think because I mean, wasn't California one of the first states to kind of sign? It was the first. NIL, but it was the Florida first. jumped in and was like, hey, we're going to make ours legal yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was they brought it up. They introduced the bill first is what happened. And Florida signed it and passed through. Yeah. For, uh, first. But yeah, California's kind of trying to, they're trying to get ahead on the game again with this 1401. So mm. that's, that's a, because they said the potential now is, well, let's say they even gave an example. They said a Malachi Nelson could be looking at making, you know, four to five million a year with that change. Not, not total in a seat, like in a season, because that's how much, you know, you calculate $170 million in revenue through the football program 
however much from the basketball program, however much from the women's basketball program. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it's going to get real interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the money's flying all over the place now. I mean, like when you, when you think about that per year, um, and again, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not picking, but I saw a tweet where it was like the money that Addison was offered to go to USC yep. was more than like what Pickens draft yep. slotted pick was. Um, and it's kind of like, shh. <laughs> I mean, like pick is going to be okay long-term, but right. in, in, in the short term, in the short term, when you look at mm-hmm. like, okay, to go play at USC, this Addison's kid's going to get more money than what Pickens will make to go with the Steelers, play for the Steelers, excuse me. It's like, damn, like, again, I'm all for these kids getting paid. I think they should absolutely be compensated. Um, but I, I do feel like someone's got to step in and say, all right, like these are the, the, the universal rules. Yeah. And maybe it becomes a conference thing where the SEC says, all right, well, the NCAA is doing nothing. So we're going to propose our own set of rules. And these are the tiers and the, you know, the kind of the pay structures, you know, however it plays out. But um, that making them employees, man, you're going to see a lot of universities get nervous. And I think then if they're employees, do we even try to play this quote student athlete game anymore? It goes away. Because now if you're an employee, well, shit, I want you just working all day and night on football because yeah, that's right. what I'm paying you to do anyways. Or you're paying for your sc- or you're paying for your degree, so- something out of it. Uh, yeah, it's. But it's here's nuts. the thing. But the, when, when I hear people talk about the degree thing, um, I don't know how it is at, you know, Bama or other big G- UGA other schools, but I mean, like, Let's be real. I don't think these guys are getting to major in. No. You know, like I, I, I listened to like Myron Roll was on the pivot and he was talking about. I got like, to. Yeah. I listen, I would highly recommend that everybody and I, you guys know I hate Florida State, but I was like, man, like this is he's 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 legit. But he was yeah. saying that you know, like he was lucky to get to Florida State when he got to Florida State because they were at a bad spot from a GPA perspective and they needed someone, a smart kid to kind of come in and like, you know, raise the GPA average. Then obviously he goes on to be a road scholar and we know how things work for Myron Roll. But, um, you know, I think he kind of had leverage because he was like, I didn't realize he was in that same recruiting class with like Tebow and Percy and yeah. A lot of those other guys, and despite all of those names, he was still like the number one recruit um, for his recruiting class. So he had a lot of leverage. But you know, how many other like you know, when Josh Dobbs was at Tennessee, it was such a big thing that he was a you know aeronomical engineering yep. student. But how many of kids, how many students are really getting to pursue a degree in something that they really give a shit about? So that's the reason why I've always said like don't. Don't tell me nothing. I don't want to hear shit about the whole student athlete. They get a free degree. Sure, yeah. they get a free degree, but it's in basket weaving. You know? Exactly. If yep. football ends tomorrow, can you go get a job with that degree? No. So no. Don't, don't, don't talk to me about the value of it because, again, you can't get a degree in something you really care about. Um, and, like, I hate to put us on blast, but, like, I don't even know, like, if we list, like, if you go look at player bios on our website, I don't even know if we list what their degrees are. I got ours don't yeah because uh it's funny you say that because greg McElroy was also in that recruiting class and he was a road scholar yeah it, you know what i mean so it, it's wild but uh 
yeah, no, we definitely don't list. I remember if you, I remember watching college football when they used to list their majors by their name. You remember that on TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they don't even going, do that no more. No, that's they gone need, away. Yeah, it's gone away. They only talk about the uh, you know athlete or what scholar athlete of the week or whatever it may be. But that's about mm-hmm. it. I mean, for the most part, it's pretty much gone. <laughs> it's not even yeah. talked about. So, because at the end of the day, how many of these guys are going to make it to the league? You know, what, 1%? I think it said 1%, something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let um, me, man. Larry, I don't know if you have any other topics, but let's, yeah. um, if you wouldn't mind, let's, like, so the scheduling thing kind of came out and it caught my eye this past the, the the upcoming or the future scheduling model um for the sec once texas and oklahoma join um did you guys read that article and if so like what did you think about like to me the pods always made the most sense but apparently they struck down the pods and so now i guess it's like a one and seven and then like or maybe like a one and eight and then like a three and six model um, so what do you guys think about that or kind of what do you think is the best scheduling model for the SEC once Texas and Oklahoma join? Uh, I, I didn't see the article, but I, I like the East and the West division. And I feel like, um, you know, I guess bring Auburn to the East um, and what, one more to the East. Yeah, which, yeah, bring one more. Yeah, uh, probably Alabama, you know. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, who, um, who are it though? Alabama, um, geographically though, it probably should be Auburn. Auburn, I mean, for us, yeah. like Auburn, yeah, is for the us, closest campus. it's closest, yeah, yeah, closest to the campus. UF. Um, yeah, and I maybe like, I know they probably had to protect the Iron Bowl, but like, I Auburn probably should have come to the east when AM and Miss in Missouri was added, yeah. but. I think like that three and one, like the three and six, you know, what was it? I think it was like Florida, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, AM, Texas, and Oklahoma were like the top. And so yeah. you would play, you would have three permanents and then six like rotating. Rotation. And then like that bottom tier was like the Tennessee, Mississippi's, Kentucky's, all those people. And so you would have a rotating. Um, and like for me, um, like the LSU game is the one that I look forward to the most every single yeah. year. And so for us, like to potentially lose the LSU game sucks. But at the same time, it's kind of like, shit, man, when I look at like AM's permanent crossover rival is South Carolina. <laughs> it's like right. play LSU every year. Um, Georgia's got to play Auburn every year. And AM gets a South Carolina. So as much as I hate to lose AM, I kind of I'm sorry, as much as I, as much as I hate to lose LSU, like, all right, whatever. You know, if you told me my permanent three were gonna be, what were they saying the Florida permanent three would be like South Carolina, Georgia? I think there was like one other that would be our permanent three. So you, you know, you take that and you lose LSU, like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait till it gets a little bit closer into this, and we gotta figure out what's gonna what's gonna happen with this whole SEC playoff thing going on. The Greg Sankey trying to get the alliance to move forward as well on the expansion because this is getting out of control as well. People aren't talking about that like as much as I think they should be. 
is the alliance once again is refused is refusing to meet to discuss this just the numbers sankey said that you know for the first time him and uh fact 12 commissioner george uh, kliakoff was just wanting the alliance to agree on a number don't worry about the media don't worry about fox news and everything else that needs to be involved but let's start talking about the number for the expansion and they're basically sitting on their hands and refusing to talk. So who is this? Greg Sankey saying that, Hey, we're going to, you know, if basically he's saying if the Alliance won't push forward with this, the sec is prepared to start, you know, basically prepared to make an eight team only AC. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I heard it. I heard about that. Yeah. They're going to make an eight team sec only playoff. That's what Sankey said. He's like, if the Alliance cannot push forward, and start agreeing, basically. And he he made a good point. He's like, "Look, we're flying out to all these vacation spots. Suppose we want to talk, and we're wasting taxpayer dollars because these guys aren't wanting to speak. Like something's got to happen. And people are wanting to bring, you know, they're wanting to blame the SEC, saying all oh, these guys are just arrogant. But I'm like, no, it's Sankey wants these guys to make decisions, and they're, they're refusing. They're getting, they're just sitting on their hands. It's annoying. You know what I mean? So. So oh, 18 playoff, what so what would that be like? What would that look like? So what about the other teams or whatever? It's it's being discussed next week. When they're meeting in Destin for the spring. Yeah, meetings, this, yeah. Yes, that's where they said they're sitting down and talking about this. The ADs are. They're gonna agree. They said there are they are gonna agree on a system that's gonna be put in place if the alliance cannot agree on an expansion beyond 2025. The alliance being Pac 12, Big Ten, and ACC. Gotcha. gotcha. So I do wonder like how much of that is posturing. Cause I, I, I do think that we, we do eventually break away from the yeah. SCAA. And I've always said that like right. give me the SEC, Florida state, Clemson, Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state and USC. USC. Yeah. And like, I don't give a shit with the rest of them. Cause like yeah. that's, that's what I need. Like that's, that's what I need to, you know, and then as the other ones want to join fine, whatever, you know, but yeah, wow, that's crazy. How long? So that? how long you think that'll happen before that? They said twenty twenty. Sankey already put a date on it. He said past twenty twenty five, it would start right away. Uh, eighteen playoff, eight team SEC only playoff, and the winner of that could play an outside contender. Let's just say from the Pac twelve or if the other conferences agree on something. He said that could be a possibility. But I mean, it, it comes down to these guys is not wanting to make a damn decision. It's. So how would you think the schedule format would be? So they had the whole season, then they had uh, the SEC, well, the SEC championship be gone after be gone. Go to, it, yeah, eliminated. So yeah, that's I why. Like, do what? I don't like that. No, I don't right. either. Me, I love the SEC championship game. Yes, me, I love it. And Shit, that's it really it bigger than the national. Well, beside that, depending really. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Like closer to the national championship, really bigger to me. Yeah. Did yeah. you read did you read the uh, ESPN article a couple of days ago on the SEC will officially bypass the NCAA and revenue generated? Uh, I believe that. When Texas and Oklahoma show up, they said they're estimated at $1.1 billion and the NCAA is at $1 billion even. Wow. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more- I, mean, the, I mean, again, like – people are starting to learn it more now, but I mean, the S the NCAA's biggest revenue or they make their money on the tournament. Yep. March madness. Yeah. Um, And so like, it doesn't surprise me when you look at obviously the sec in football, but in basketball, we've taken big steps in baseball. I mean, like the tournament 
you know, again, like the regional, super regional will be completely littered with SEC teams. Gymnastics is super, you know, competitive. Um, Track and field. Track and field is incredibly, you know, competitive. Softball is competitive. So, yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise. I mean, it's it's staggering when you hear it, but it doesn't at all surprise me, especially when you add the brands that Texas and Oklahoma are. It's weird because not many people know that Alabama has a pretty dominant golf team. Like Justin Thomas, right? Yeah, exactly. Justin Thomas, you know, it's usually Texas or Alabama in the golf situation for the most part. And yeah, that's not talked about really. Yeah. In the state of Alabama, nobody's going to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see like what happens with the, um, that scheduling with whatever we do once Texas and Oklahoma join like I'm not I'm not a person that like I always make fun of like the the I call them the old timers like the old timers in the Florida fan base that love that Tennessee rivalry and it's like when I see Tennessee man that's just a that's just a chance for me to like resell my tickets for some crazy amount and the old timers are going to pay for it because they love Florida Tennessee (laughs) yeah I mean like I'm I'm not I'm not kidding I'm not kidding when I tell you like I can get about between 75 and about like depending on like the year I can get between like 75 and a hundred dollars over face value for that ticket because because the old timers love Florida Tennessee because of what it meant in the 90s and it's like I don't give a shit like I've seen Florida lose to Tennessee one time since 2004 I think it is right um so like sure I'm I will I will happily sit in my living room watch us beat Tennessee and make my money yep um but again, you know, it's like, how do you preserve those rivalries um, with this new scheduling model? And I mean, like, I would much rather, like, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to go to Austin. I can't wait to go see Norman. Um, right. And I don't care about going to Lexington or any of these other places, Fayetteville. Don't yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, I'm going to the uh, Alabama Texas game this year because I, I live yeah, right down yeah, the road I, from there. Yeah, I was about to ask you that. You know, yeah, are going you going to go to that game? I know yeah. that. My wife uh, paid the ridiculous amount for the tickets to get there. Uh, we just bought them three days ago, I think. So nosebleeds are three hundred and fifty bucks. Wow! Hey, you know that's a twelve o'clock game, man. Yeah, it's eleven. That sucks, it's, man. it's eleven. Wow. Yeah, I guess it'll be twelve o'clock for you guys. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy. So I got lucky because I. My wife got hooked up with her being military. She kind of did the whole like oh, military. My husband's a veteran type thing. So uh, <laughs> we we got kind of like our, if you go back and watch my old videos when I went to Texas A and M, it was my most popular video. I went to that game. We lost, you know, I mean to Texas A and M there. So I got a chance to go to obviously Kyle Field last year. Uh, we're like four rows up from the fifty, and I think she paid seven hundred ninety dollars for two tickets when they were listed at eight ninety per ticket. Wow. Yeah. Sheesh. But I mean, I make I make good money off of YouTube, so it's like I use that money to re kind of the way I look at it. I reinvest because I'm making videos when I go to these games, and I'm hanging out with the people that watch my videos. You know what I mean? I did that at the Texas A&M game. Like I went with five people that watched my videos. That was crazy, and I paid for all five of their tickets because it's like anybody want to go? Let me know. I'm making this money from YouTube. I'll happily pay for your tickets. I wish I would have known you last. Hey, pay for my ticket, man. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have known you last year. I wouldn't have given you a ticket to get inside the swamp, but I would have damn sure set you up with some interviews for your podcast. Oh, man. Trust me, anything. Yeah, it's funny you say that, too, because I'm interviewing uh, Al Borges, you know, the Auburn offense coordinator in 2004, this yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get him to give me some tickets into, an, you know, uh, into Auburn, but, I, I, you know, you know the way so, that goes. So let, let okay, let's let's have a fun conversation. So they moved um, the Florida Florida State game to Black Friday, right? So it's Black Friday in Tallahassee, which I never go to Tallahassee because just yeah. you know I hate to hear two thousand people during that Seminole chant shit. Let alone uh, you know eighty thousand of them doing it. So it's kind of it's it's kind of created a situation where I can travel to go see a bucket list game yeah. Um, rather than going to Tallahassee. So it's like, all right, the Iron Bowl is being played in Tuscaloosa where I would want to see it. Yeah. Or even the game, Michigan-Ohio State, is being played at the Shoe in, yeah. in Columbus. So it's like, all right, like, as a, as a Bama fan, pitch me on why I should come to the Iron Bowl and see one of my bucket list games. There. An Iron Bowl game is <clears> – <throat> It's not easy to pitch. The reason why is because when you come to Tuscaloosa, especially like you're not going to be enamored by anything, in my opinion. Uh, the one thing you will be enamored by is the fan base. Right. But I'll be completely honest with you in how I look, I take a lot of heat for this, but I try to be as open and as honest as I can. Our fan base is super entitled. They're spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have some of the lowest viewership on YouTube. They have some of the lowest viewership as far as the podcasting world goes. And it, it's great to go as an Alabama fan because you get to experience all that stuff. You have, you know, the Walker Champions, right? You have Bryant Museum, uh, which is all great as like a tourist. But as far as coming to the Iron Bowl, it's hard for me to pitch because, look, unless you're an Auburn or Alabama fan, you know, how much is it to you to pay that ticket price? Because I think that's what it comes down to it as well. Look, mm -hmm. It's one of the most overpriced tickets. Go look at how much it would cost to go this year. I mean, I'm already hey, yo, looking at the prices. Hey, I I, I, I fuck with you, uh, Jonathan. I like you, man. You, you, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. You're real. You're you you you. Hey, I, I you the man. You the only Bama fan I, I like, man. For real. So I'm like, I'm looking, man. You tell the truth, like you oh. just be keep you keep it real. I'm listening to you, oh, like yeah. just keep it real. Don't be oh. biased. And no, you, I, you talk about the fans, you talk about you tell the truth. Like you but, just keep it 100, man. Yeah, I, I don't be biased like Larry. Boy, well, Larry is different. But he, he <laughs> this man here, man, to be a balanced fan, man, he keeps it 100, nah, he, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like before we, uh, you know, when George lost to the SEC championship game, he was, he was keeping it real. Keeping it real. Yeah, you keeping he, it real. He kept it real, yeah. man. I mean, keeping it real now, for real. Last year, I said Georgia was going to win that, you know, the SEC. I didn't think Alabama was going to go to the playoffs last year. It's because, you know, I feel like the separation of me not living in Alabama and being in the military all those years kind of like opened everything up for me versus, you know what I mean, being that type of fan. But also, like, I'm, I've found myself to be just a huge college football fan in general. Right. Yeah, that's right, where right. Yeah. that's yeah. where a lot of podcasters, exactly. that's where a lot of YouTubers go wrong is they get stuck in that mode of just 
know what I mean? Go, go out and experience other things. Like you want to go to the shoe. You know what I mean? Like that has one on my bucket list. Like Ohio state and Michigan is the most watched college football game every year. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to go see that. Like Kyle field was one of mine and my wife somehow figured it out. I don't know how. So when she took me last year, I'm like, she thought I'd be pissed because we lost, but I'm like, look, this was one of the best atmospheres, if not the best I've ever even been in. Like it was crazy. Second largest attendance, everything else. I would highly, rec- highly recommend anybody go there. Yeah, we go this year, and I can't. I mean, obviously, I'm 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 from Texas, so I'm familiar. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I've been telling a lot of Florida fans like it's a weird place. It's a cult. I'll I'll it die. I'll, I'll die believing that Texas a is a cult. But like, I think it's a trip that when your team goes out there, like you need to go, you yeah. need to go see that place and experience all of the pageantry that they. Yep. So like, I'm I'm looking at tickets now for the Iron Bowl, the cheapest ticket section. Or sorry, it's like North Upper. This is on uh, StubHub. North Upper Seven, Row Thirty, Two Sixty Two. So like Two Sixty Two right now is the cheapest. Get you're in. Not, you're not going to see anything from Upper Level. <laughs> you won't. You won't. You won't see hardly anything. I told you. That's why. Like, see, people want to fluff everything up, bro. That's the problem. Is that's why these YouTubers saturate like the content because they they don't want they don't want to keep it real, bro. Like. You, who can afford that? Who who in the average median economy in Alabama, let's be real, is going to be able to afford that type of ticket? Not many, bro. Like, if I'm still in Aniston, I can't afford that ticket. Mm. But, you know, Alabama's counter arguments always, well, our A-Day game's free. Like, shut the hell up. Like, All right. <clears throat> now, now, just to be fair, on StubHub, the cheapest ticket for these games, Ohio State-Michigan at the shoe, is 298 and that's a very similar seat like the top like the upper yeah but look at the market the markets are completely different big 10 media is the biggest media out there it's bigger than sec wow you're not selling me on why i should go to the iron bowl do what do what you're not not selling me on why i should go i'm not my job is not to convince you to go your your job yourself would be should i go watch it do i want to go watch it yeah, if you're listening to somebody convince you to tell you to go watch it, then you don't want to go watch it. <laughs> right, right. That's true. So yeah. if you if you if you watch it on TV and you want to go see and experience it for yourself, yeah. Uh, you know, you don't you know what my argument for you would be, if anything, you would get to go and experience a Nick Saban team, the greatest college football coach of all time. There's the argument. Especially this year where he's got the Avengers. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. Like yeah. with Will Anderson and Bryce yeah. Young. Yeah. There you go. There's the argument right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Will Anderson is, oh, man. Yeah. Now, let me, let, let me ask my, my, I, I don't want to call them UGA brethren. Call them much. <laughs> no, I'm be respectful. Um, what, what's y'all's opinion on, um, on our game? You know, there's a lot of like Kirby seems to really be, I, I think it's to get more money, but Kirby seems to really be fussing about moving the game out of Jacksonville and doing like a, a rotation where like it's a Jacksonville, Athens, Gainesville. Like what was y'all's opinion on moving that game? Yeah, I, I think it should, you know, they should just keep the same. Uh, I, I think it should, yeah, keep it in Jacksonville. I did. I did want it to be in Athens and in Gainesville, but you know, I really don't think um, neither one of us can hold that 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 um that capacity of 
tailgating like it is in, in, in Jacksonville, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. And then I, I that, I just like it that way. You know, I, I, I don't want to change it. I think more people. I, yeah, I don't want to change. You don't want to change it. No, I don't want to change because first off. I ain't even when I went down there, I did not know that many Georgia fans live in Florida. Like, yeah, like yeah especially it, it was nuts. I, I don't want to change it, bro, because it's 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 just what it is, you know, it's what it yeah. is. It I don't want to go no damn swamp anyway. But not like, <laughs> but I want to say that to like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a uh, it's a disservice because you Kirby he not even think about like this South Georgia area. People that's on the um, you know what I'm saying, that's on the border, that's an hour and a half away, two hours away. That shit far hell from Athens. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I think I think that the Jacksonville UGA alumni club is the largest. I mean, it's kind of similar to us, like here in Atlanta. Like Atlanta is the largest UF alumni club outside of the state. Um so, like, yeah, I kind of agree with that, like, with the whole South Georgia thing. Like, it's easy for them to go to that one game a year. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I, I like it being in Jacksonville, but at the same time, like, the stadiums in Gainesville and Sanford Stadium are much bigger than what Jacksonville can hold. So it gives more fans an opportunity to, like, go to the game. You think the tailgate part is, is go, that, that's bigger? You think we can hold? Hell no. But listen, I mean, I like, I'm 40 now. So, like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, I want to I wanna hang out a little bit, and then I want to get into this game. You know, I'm, I'm there for the game. Like, I've, I've had those years where, you know, I did the drinking. And, like, even now, like, they've completely changed the landing in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not really yeah. it's not really the same feel that it was. Like, nah, it ain't. It like 15, it 20 before. years ago. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I mean, like, I, now it, it is dope on Saturday, you know, to see, like, the boats roll in and, like, SEC Nation does the show with the back. So, I don't know. I, I think it should stay in – I think it should stay in in Jacksonville. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, like, it, I think it would be – it would be unique, like, if they did kind of do, like, a home-and-home. Home, but at the same time, I think that, like, we hold a record for the biggest – well, we I think we scored with Coach Spurs. We we have a hundred on them in Sanford Stadium, so so like that. Spurs yeah. said, "Hey, yeah, you don't want to go back and ruin that." Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's interesting, I, I, but I do feel like it's it's Kirby just trying to get more money um, out of the city of Jacksonville every time he brings it up because he knows at the moment that he says that, then it's like, all right, well, what do we got to pay to keep the game? Yeah. What do you got to pay who? Um, both both, both, those schools both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, because it's like you can't. If 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 Kirby says that, then the city of Jacksonville gets nervous and says, "All right, well, you know, rather than it being, I don't know what it is, like fifteen million. Okay, fine, great. We'll give you seventeen million, or we'll give you twenty million." Um. Mm. So I think it's a I think it's a money grab more than anything, which is smart. I mean, it's good business. Right. Yep. Yep. It is. Yep. Well, I know we got about 99 days, 98 days to take out, man. Hmm. Y'all open with Oregon here? Yeah, right? Oregon, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, 330, man. Cal, I, 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 I got my wish. I, I was a 7 o'clock game. 
kind of happy about that. Yeah, um, my flight gets there like nine o'clock Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> so I'll be ready to. I'll be ready to. Are roll. you going? Are you going to the game? No, yeah. no, no, flying down to Gainesville. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. so we. But yeah, I um, I don't know, man. I mean, playing Utah, like I kind of wanted to put their ass at noon. Now, you gonna bring your ass out here? Great, noon. <laughs> <laughs> September 3rd in Gainesville, Florida. We'll put you, you know, that noon heat. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, seven o'clock works again. I mean, I'm, I'm old. So I like the noon kicks, get it out the way. I don't like waiting all day. Get my game done. Yeah. <laughs> Who's at the Florida state? He said, Larry, I know you young and stuff like that. But it's, it's... <laughs> hey, man, we went to that Florida state guy. He was like, bro, I can't do this shit no more, man. <laughs> It's just, I mean, it's like it's like the all day waiting, and then you know, like you got to time. To me, you got to time your tailgating so that way, yep. you know, like you get your buzz nice or you know whatever your whatever your vice is. You know, like you smoke, you do an edible. You got to time it right. Like when do I take it? How drunk can I get? Nah, man. Like let's play this shit at noon and spend the rest of the day. Hey, you know, Gary. Hey, Larry. Hey, check this out. So Larry sent this. I already saw it. He said. This in the group chat with uh, Bryn Cox. Sorry, lazy ass said about us. Like, <laughs> I could have took that for anybody on the team except for his sorry ass. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question, people. though. Let me ask you a question, though. Like, what do y'all, like, what do you expect him to say? No, I'm talking about, I'll take it for anybody except for him because he's not like that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, he's not like that. Nah, he's not like that. Like, uh, he he need to transfer from y'all school. Y'all don't need to be starring that that bomb. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of hope that after last year, he would have turned pro because I liked um, uh, I liked oh like goodness, Chris my Bogle. man, my man that transferred to Michigan State, um, Bogle. Yes, I like Chris Bogle way more than I like Bryn Cox. Um, I felt like. I felt like Bogle was could give you everything Cox could give you. And he, Cox. Yeah, but he, didn't, but he didn't take plays off. Um, but he, man, that he, man take plays off. Man. He took a whole bunch of plays off. Yeah, he that did play, with us. How happy he was going. Listen, that play last year, man, in Jacksonville, were like Stetson got passed. Exactly what just, you're talking about. You're you got oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I yeah. said, Larry, look at him. Just look at him. Look at him. Look at him out there. Like, man, that boy, man, that kid, man, I, I had high expectations for him coming out of high I school. thought he was going to be good, though, for real. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. Shit. He, he just ain't, he ain't got no moves or nothing. He, he, he like, he, I don't know. So I, I, don't know. I, I think that, I think that first year he played, like he played, played just for the COVID year. I think there was a lot of just like relying on like I'm just gonna bull rush and I'm just gonna get up the field. And once teams got tape on him, it was kind of like, all right, well, you know, you rush up the field and you're gonna create a run lane and we're gonna run right through that run lane. It's just simple. Well, right past. That, yeah. that what LSU did on this. Yeah, just simple football. And I bro, that shit, hold on. That LSU, that counter, they oh all they did was just run the counter. That was crazy, bro. That's in a row. It was crazy as hell. And the fact that Grantham had no – he had no answers for it um, just tells you, like, where Todd Grantham is, like, as a coach. Um, 
He's in Alabama. Yeah, how you feel about that too, Jonathan? Go he's ahead. A, he's, he's he's an analyst, bro. He's an analyst. Yeah. Like he's not going. He, you think Nick Saban's going to let that dude touch the defense? He's good at he's good at creating schemes on the pass rush, but and you know adding him with Will Anderson, Dallas. Oh. Yeah, that. Alabama. Yeah, he's in yeah. Alabama. He's an analyst. Yeah, analyst. How do you do? His <laughs> job, bro. Like damn. Like I'm talking about. He didn't yeah. even have a chance to go set the crib. Yeah, no, uh, crazy, bro. he uh he actually signed with Alabama. He signed a forty thousand dollar contract uh eight days after leaving Florida. Forty thousand? Yeah, he makes forty thousand a year. All analysts at Alabama make forty thousand and they live in a dorm. It's kinda like Butch. Like but Butch got fired by Tennessee, got his yep. fifteen million dollar, you know. Buyout from Tennessee took a forty thousand dollar a year, you know, job at Alabama as an analyst. Yep. still getting money. Yeah, so yeah. Money on top of money. I mean, yep. and like for Saban, like it's it's brilliant because you get that level of coaching, head coaching, defensive yep. coordinator coaching, and you get that forty grand, and another school pays the bulk of their their services. Yep. I mean, it's it's, it's brilliant business. Yep. It's kind of like so you know. get paid what seven hundred dollars every two weeks. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> yeah, what, what a lot of people don't realize is these guys are assigned to dorms during a weekdays, and they actually have to be in their dorm room at 4 a.m. as a coach because there was all the analysts are assigned to players to make sure they get to classes and wake up and eat. Your babysitter. Oh, he, oh, oh, he's a oh, babysitter. He's a babysitter. Oh, he's a yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could you wow. imagine going from like head coach at Tennessee or defensive coordinator <laughs> at Florida? Or what was Sark? Sark was Sark was shit, what, USC's look, head coach. Look what look what that look what Mullen went to, man. Mullen oh in Green County, man. Yeah, but that's because look at the he houses. Was? Look who lives out there, bro. That's why he's out there. Oh, yeah, well, I, yeah. I, right, yeah. I don't know where that is. Where is that? He on Lake Oconee. Yeah, dude. That's oh yeah, that, that, that was that was Dan Mullen. That yeah, yeah. he's got a oh, house gonna, out there. Oh yeah, we gonna jump here. Oh, we gonna get here. Oh yeah, he got a house out there. Yeah, he yeah. out there in Georgia. We gonna get here. Well, yeah. he right down the he out there in my neck of the woods. So yeah, oh, Loco Coney, uh Saban has a house out there. Kirby Smart has a house out there. Yeah. Dan Mullen yeah. does. Bush Jones. They all got houses out there. Yeah, all of them. Out, out here, out here, in Georgia. Yeah, Loco yeah, Coney. Coney. Yeah, all of them. Damn. Yeah, all the go coaches got a house out there for real. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he bought. He bought trip. Okay. Hey, I just looked it up on Google Images. Got to get my cash up. I'm kidding. I don't live out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think, his, I think, I mean, I, I know his son is a really good junior golfer, and apparently that school has a good golf program. But yeah, like, I mean, the optics of it going from Florida head coach to offensive coordinator at whatever school it is. It's he's close. Got that bag, so, though. So he'll haul yeah. money. That's what you said. <laughs> that's what, uh, that's what Todd <laughs> Grantham is. That's what Todd Grantham is. He's a haul monitor. He's a haul monitor. So, so uh, hold on. Let me take it back. Uh, when you said, uh, you said, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh boy, uh, for, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah. So all these guys are assigned. You know what I mean? Like players, a group of players. Yeah, it, it's it's wild the way it works, man. And Saban, he's he's ripped these guys during practice because of these players showing up late, ripping the coaches and the players. 
Damn. He don't like he. I think he's beyond that game of. He became lenient for two years, two three years. They said and now he's kind of like going back to, I guess, the ways it used to be. But mm-hmm. this is the longest time in Alabama I can remember that we've had an offensive and defense coordinator come back. Bill yeah. O'Brien's been there three years. You know what I mean? Pete Golden's been there really four years now, going on five. What do you think about Bill O'Brien? Uh, he's he's a guy I can't put my finger on, man. Uh, the play calling is shady sometimes. Because he's shady. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. I wish we could move on from him, but my big question is who would I bring in that would honestly be better than Bill O'Brien right now that would be available? You know what I mean? Like, that's my biggest problem with it. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking at. Mm. Is you know, it's like a Jaya Hall pointed out, like we're using Steve Sarkeesian and Lane Kiffin's playbook still. You know what I mean? Like each one puts their own wrinkle on the offense. But Bill O'Brien, you know, I don't know, man. I, he, he's a good old boy, man. He was tagged yeah. up from Bill Belichick, you know, through his system. And, you know, Nick Saban's t- tagged up with Bill Belichick. And that's why, I, that's why I've never been a huge fan of him. You know, is it a yeah. good old boy thing? You know what I mean? Is it that? Or is it like, does he deserve to still be here? You know, does Pete Golding still deserve to be a defense coordinator? You know, there's a lot so, going on there. I didn't, I didn't like him because in a, a two totally different situations, but I didn't care for the way he handled the situation with the Texans. I'm not a Texan fan, um, but I oh, thought that he was. I thought he was just really. Um, I don't know, man. Like I just think, like as a player, like that's just not the kind of guy you would want to play for. You know, yeah. Obviously, like, you know, you go to Bama and Bama's a machine and it does what it does. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Bless you. It was just it was Thank something you. about the way that he handled the situation with the Texans. And even at Penn State, but I understand he was kind of – he was really handcuffed at Penn State, so you can't really hold yeah. that against him. But um, well, you, I think what a lot of people look past, too, is – you know, when you watch Saban on the sidelines and during practices, you these coaches that come in with problems, especially you look at Lane Kiffin when he came in with Steve Sarkeesian, he came in, and you even look at Pete Golden coming from UTSA, you know, as a linebackers coach slash defense coordinator. Saban's not going to let you be yourself. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. When you watch these coaches, like. You know, if there's one thing Saban's good at, it's getting the best out of the defense that he wants to see. Now, I believe he feels he lost control of the defense when he kind of thought Pete Golden was going to be that next guy to come in because Pete Golden has a huge lineage of, like, who he's worked with, right? A lot of Saban disciples and stuff like that. If you go back before UTSA and, uh, you know, Pete Golden, he looks the part. He acts the part. The problem is he's just not putting people in place. And Bill O'Brien – I've been critical of him ever since he's been at Alabama because the play calling is like, bro, you took Steve Sarkeesian's playbook and Lane Kiffin's playbook, except you took the creative creativeness out of it. You don't see orbital motions anymore, any, any creative stuff like that with the offense. It's just straight on. And then the Texas A&M game is one that were, put, it put me over the top with Bill O'Brien. I wanted to make a video about it, but I'm like, you know, I tried not to go all in on these guys. You're inside a three-yard line, and you throw the ball three straight times, and then the last one's obviously an interception. Inside the three-yard line. Why are you throwing the ball three straight times? It doesn't make sense. 
But yeah. could you imagine back in the day in 2009, Alabama doing that? Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. No, it don't. Uh, uh, I I agree, man. I I, I feel like uh, like Bill, like Bill O'Brien, like it, he kind of. I think he did better with Bryce, though. Like, kind of help him prepare him for those NFL concepts yeah. and passing schemes and passing lanes and stuff like that. I think the offensive line just kind of let him down. Oh, um, in the, in, in the uh, national championship, but like the play call was stupid. But like, I think Bryce understand NFL reads and defenses and stuff like that. You could tell he got better as the season going on, but yeah. um, kind of trying to prepare him for the next level instead of um, you know kind of winning um, you know championships and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I think. I think um, the creativeness of what Lane and uh, and Steve did, Steve Sarkeesian did, you know, it kind of, um, it kind of, he took, he just did the opposite of that. Yeah, he, he stripped it all away, you know. And a lot of people don't criticize Nick Saban for doing what he did to Lane Kiffin. I thought it was dirty to remove him before the national championship game mm-hmm. and do him the way he did him. Uh, you know, I was one of those people to voice my opinion on that as well. I said, hey kind of wrong on doing this. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Lane Kiffin was being insubordinate, for God's sakes. He's not a child. You know what I mean? So, mm. we're, we're winning game. Well, okay, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, we're winning. We're getting it done where we need to get it done. You know what I mean? So, and then look what happened. You know what I mean? So, get blown out by Clemson. Not, it didn't sit well with a lot of people, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, Saban has a track record of treating assistants and coaches sideways. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Everybody's replaceable, but that doesn't mean you can just talk to people however you want to talk to them and think they're right. just going to take it. Yeah. Right, right. That's what Jimbo was saying about his dad, though. Like <laughs> J- Jimbo does the same thing, though. That's the funny thing. Jimbo and, and uh, Kirby Smart both. Oh, that trio right there, all three of them. J- Kirby Smart's hard on the coaches. Kirby Smart's one of the hardest. Yeah. Kirby Smart's probably the only the coach to really fire back at Saban the way he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Kirby really got into Saban all the time. When you watch the practices, man, Kirby would be on Saban when he would start yelling at him. He'd fire right back at him. He had no problem with it. So, you know, and I believe that transferred over when Kirby went to Georgia. And it does work to an extent. But that's why uh Matt Luke kind of retired, man. He said, man, you know, uh the relentless that you know Kirby uh you know put the pressure that he put on you yeah. know, yeah, man, for demanding. the cruising, demanding, bro. He like yeah. That's what that's what he said. It wasn't, I mean, I, well, I never bought his excuse to begin with the whole family. I mean, I, I do think it oh, is yeah. exhausting the family thing and the constantly having to recruit and then recruit kids on your roster. But I didn't realize that he had, he had mentioned, um, but I don't know though. Like I never saw Matt Luke's personality fitting well with what I perceive no. Kirby's personality to be. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of a, you know, like George, you know, Georgia was, had re- was recruiting so well that he had gotten fired at Ole Miss. And it was kind of like, I mean, to go be the offensive line coach at, at UGA probably is as good as being head coach at Ole Miss. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
it's just like when Bush Jones came to Alabama or you know Steve Sarkeesian came over and worked their way up. It's yeah. same concept, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right 100 percent on that. Who y'all got the first game, Josh? Who we got first game? We we got yeah. uh, Utah State. Okay. Okay. Then, then we got uh I'm going to that game, and then I'm flying back here and going to the uh, game in Austin. So man, I know that's gonna be a tap, bro. What they say? I know that's gonna be a good time, man. They say Austin, yeah. like nice. I'm up there all the time. It's only yeah. about a 45, 50 minute drive from here. Yeah. Uh, it, it Austin is really nice. Like yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of dreading the traffic. What I'm probably gonna do is drive like to the outskirts and then take an Uber to the inside to drop right. me off. And I definitely want to tailgate like I did at Texas A&M because it was fun. Now, I'm kind of like you, man. I'm I'm not. I don't know how old you are, but I'm 37, and I try to lay low in the drinking as much, and I just want to experience everything outside of it, though. So you going? Huh? Hop on that bird and come to College Station. Don't be. Hey, hey bro. Hey, that's what I'm about to ask you, bro. Think about doing that for real. You, so, um, I got all my travel stuff squared away. Um, I'm going to leave here. I'll fly to Austin, chill in Austin Friday, drive to College Station. I think it's like a 3.30, 3.45 kick or something like that for us. Um, and then drive back to Austin. Austin from College yeah. Station is maybe like an hour, hour and a half. It's, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, look. I, I might do that for real. For real. Because I, I hear everybody talk about it, man. I, hey. I've uh, so I, I think about I think about doing the uh the uh I, I know some people that in the in the Gator group chat we in is that uh they talking about doing um you know flying into uh Houston. Houston. So how, yeah, they said Houston is like an hour, right? Houston's a little bit further from college. Yeah, it's, far, it's farther away. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they Larry, said, hold on, y'all playing Texas? Hold on. Yeah, we play Texas. Yeah, we go to College Station again. Again, hold on. How that possible? I thought it was a home and home. Nah, they did it for the uh, COVID year. We I think that COVID year they jumped yeah. ahead to like this schedule and pulled one. Yeah. Um, oh. And they never, you know, they weren't going to change this year's schedule. So that's how we, that's how we got them the COVID year and ain't got to go back out there this year. Yeah. Okay. Now, now when y'all play Utah, where y'all go? They come to the swamp or? Yeah, they come to the yeah. swamp. We go to Utah next year. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. That'll be yeah. my only time in my life to see Utah. I ain't going. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I seen Utah yeah. one time, bro. And I don't want to see it ever again. Yeah, I might have to take some oh, out there with uh, me. Oh, I forgot all about. That. I yeah. went to the Sugar Bowl, bro. I went and oh, watched. Not about that. Yeah, I went and watched that. Yeah, it's my very first game outside of Tuscaloosa. Uh, yeah, and I saw us get skull drugged by Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah. those guys. Yeah. Oh, it was Alex Smith. Wow. Yeah. No, Brian they were Johnson. Brian Johnson. They were Brian, Brian Johnson. Was it Brian Johnson? Yeah, Brian yeah, Johnson. Brian Johnson. Yeah, one of those yeah. guys. Yeah, I just remember, uh, man, that was like, I, I number one, I, I don't know, I got really drunk before the game. Number one, <laughs> and then we get in there, and uh, you know, a whole bunch of us went together, a bunch of my friends, and man, it just turned into like, yeah. It was a yeah. long night. I'll just put it that Bourbon way. Street, man. Like, Bourbon yeah, Street. exactly. Yeah, Larry, Larry, you don't remember <laughs> when people lose, huh? Yeah, yeah something it, like that. 
That's my what? record right now. Oh, well, then, shit, don't bring your ass to College Station because I'm trying to win that one. That one personally, <laughs> I got to win that yeah, one. Yeah, you bad look. <laughs> yeah, dog. And, oh, no, 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 no. And then, and then. Hey, hey, hey. They don't even know who that quarterback is. Who? This is going to be Bright King. I mean, uh, King, the dude, the one dude. Yeah, well, it's, it's, oh, it's gonna, King, yeah. it's gonna be Max Johnson, bro. Max Johnson, yeah, yeah. he's gonna be him. He's he's way better than Haynes King, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm saying, um, bro, they they got a tight end from damn Russia or some shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, good. Yeah. don't come on, yeah, Watermeyer. He's like a five star. He's five star. So. Oh, oh, I got you. New Remember, guy, Jimbo yeah. had some. Had a, I think it was like a defensive end. It was from Germany or something when he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, bro. Hey, the t- it was a tight end from. Um, I don't know what it was, but it was one of them. Uh, one of them uh, places. Yeah. And yeah, he was like a five star, or something like that. Yeah, you know they got every five star, so you know. <laughs> 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 got every five star. That's oh, hilarious. Oh, and we usually. Larry, you, you, Georgia, you bad luck at games? Nah, man, I don't think so. Only when I bet on games. I, ain't, I when I bet, I lose, so I kind of stay away from that. Kind of bet. <laughs> you bet on Florida? Yeah, I'm like, the worst I ain't doing that no room. more. I ain't doing that no more this year, especially the Georgia game. I'm not doing that this year. I'm not. I'm not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause you crazy. What's so wrong yeah. with you? No, 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 no. Nah, I re- I want the satisfaction of victory over the <laughs> over the bread. I mean, now, 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 Florida got there. You know, they they sneak up beat us. That's how it used to be going. That's how it be. You know what I'm saying? I remember like it's always be like that. Like we'll be winning, then we get to damn Florida and lose. Oh, we'll lose Tennessee. One of the two, man. And it's always be like that. That's why Larry thinking this shit. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Larry, so, 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 go ahead, Larry, but Before I get you your tickets, let me know if you betting. Because if you betting, I'm canceling your ticket. <laughs> you ain't got to stick with me. Nah, nah, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm chilling this time. So, so, okay. So, I'm uh, if I, I'm, I'm gonna look into that that uh, the AM game, man. I really want to experience scared. that. Uh, don't be scared. I already got the. Re- no. hey, I already got the request in. Don't be scared to pull up. No, yeah, yeah. I'm um, yeah. I'm gonna look into that for real. Yeah, they say it's nothing like like the hangout. They say they got it's a good like what? How the food spots there out there? Oh no, it, the food is pretty good. Uh, now I will say this though, bro. Out off the campus, there's nothing. It's just nothing but flat land, bro. I heard it's awful. like it's nuts. Yeah. When I was driving there, they're like, it's 1.2 miles out. And I'm like, bro, I'm looking around, I'm like, there's nothing here. What is it talking about? And then all of a sudden, everything appears. It's like all in one area. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You see mirages, man. Bro, yeah. It's Literally. like in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like you, I mean, he, he's not lying. Like, I mean, you're driving and it's just wasteland, Texas. And then yep. before you know it, like you see Kyle Phil and then you get closer and then you kind of can see the rest of the campus. Yep. Um, cause like that little, that junior college where Cam went, Brian is, uh, Blinn. I'm sorry, Blinn, Blinn, excuse me, Blinn is nowhere. It's almost like a feeder into AM. Like Bro. you can't get into AM. you go to Blinn for two years and then they just kind of feed you into the AM system. Well, yeah, it's, it's nothing. Where else. is, uh, what, what wow. Texas, uh, A&M located? Where, where are you located? College Station. College Station. College Station. College, 
Oh, College Station. Okay, so if you drive oh, through it at com- night, oh, this. Huh? if you drive through it at night, you won't even know you're in the city. Yeah, I'm not even joking. Oh, that's, that's what it called, though. That's what it called. College, yeah, college, State. college Station. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Well, y'all kept saying College Station. I thought y'all mean like an actual wow. College Station. I, ain't <laughs> no. know. I didn't know. I thought that was the campus. Was called. I thought y'all kept no. talking about the Texas a and campus. We y'all kept saying College Station. Nah, that's a. City. I didn't. Okay. Oh, so it's College mm. Station, Texas. That, that's that's all out there, bro. Is the college. That's it. Well, I think it's not called that. Damn. Okay. Get the, the Aggie Land Tower right up there, yeah. and all that stuff. So, if you never you guys go out there, I'll, I'll, I may make a trip out there for that game. It'd be nice to watch a game and not have how to. Far, worry about how far? You, how far are you from there? Three hours. Okay. Okay. So, oh, so, so, San Antonio. so I need yeah, to fly into Austin, right? I need to fly into Austin. That's what like I would do. Can. That's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. I'm, I'm flying into Austin, like I said, Friday morning. I think we play them. Um, it's the week after. It's the week after Jacksonville, so like the first weekend in November. So it's November, yeah. 6th, so like I'm flying into Austin on the fourth, um, and we'll just work and chill out in Austin on the fourth. Drive to College Station that morning, see the game, then drive right. back to Austin after the game, and then fly home early Sunday morning the sixth. Got you. Got you. I'm gonna do that then. Don't be so scared. okay. Yeah. Nah, I'm 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 gonna look into that. So um yeah, because I, I used to always want I was I I thought when what um uh, someone told me like Houston was like like closer to to no, it, right, but then uh, no, Austin, not even close. Houston's about like two hours, I would think. Yeah. Because Houston is three hours uh east further of south. Than where College Station is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Austin. Oh, okay. So that makes sense for that rivalry too. It just shows you it's even it's bullshit that they don't play. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got a bunch of grown people being childish. Right. What it's boiled down to. Because that that I mean, ain't no way in the world they should not be playing, man. That that's that's. And, and really and truly, I would I would really like move that game to like a neutral site game. Nah. That'd be dope. Right out here in the San Antonio. The yeah, go crazy. The Aggies and the Longhorns will go crazy if you no. Yeah, they, they would. Especially because Texas already plays one neutral site game, so give up another home game, and it'd be AM, they would never, you know, they would never go for that. Yeah. Texas plays UTSA this year. Mm. Yeah. That UTSA program has gotten better quick. I don't yeah. know who that coach quick. is. He's, yeah. Jeff Trailer is did yeah. you see how much he made at his contract? He got a big bump, I know. Oh, 40 million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot for like, you know what I mean? Like where mm-hmm. these guys are coming from. Like now he's in the AAC. You know what I mean? It's the first year for them. They're already in it. They already changed the Alamo Dome and everything. Wow. So yeah. Oh, that's where they play in the Alamo Dome? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's really nice, and believe it or not, man, I didn't think it'd be that much support for them. But the first time I went out there, like it's not packed, packed, but there's a lot of people that show up to a lot of the games. You know, they that had a really un- good season. So that University of Texas system, man, is is powerful. I mean, because even like up in the Metroplex, like UTA University of Texas at Arlington, yeah, um, Corpus Christi, um, out where I'm from, like UTPB, which is like University of Texas Permian Basin, like it's it's a powerful SMU. network. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's a lot. There's a lot. I didn't realize how much was here in Texas. So I really started looking at like SMU, just all the universities. I'm like, man, this is like, it's crazy. Everywhere you drive, there's a university you can go watch a football game. Southwest yeah. Conference. Yeah. yeah. Old Southwest Conference. No, Ar- Arkansas was in that too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Add in Rice, Houston, yeah. Arkansas. Um, I think, yeah. So it was Texas, Texas Tech, AM. Houston, Rice, SMU, Arkansas. I think that's it. Because, um, like, North Texas was never in. And then, like, Oklahoma yeah. and Oklahoma State, they were always the yeah big nine or whatever that thing was yeah, called. Was, yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, we can kind of wrap this thing up, man. I appreciate you guys for coming on and a lot of uh, – Heavy college football talk, man. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this, man. Been a long, been a long, long week. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, for coming on. Thanks for having us, man. You got yeah, me up way too good. late. I, know, you, man. I knew I could get you. I said, I'm gonna call it on Friday. I'm right, Cav on see if I can get him <laughs> on a Friday night. I said, I know he throughout the week. I said, uh, he might be doing the, the you know, the you know daughter thing father daughter thing so i was like man let me see if i can get i was i was watching the playoffs and was like all right well this will make sure that i make it through the playoff game yeah yeah who you who you going for uh who you going for um i'm honestly man both fan bases are annoying as shit um bro them oh fan bases so annoying bro oh um, my god bro boston is annoying as bro Oh my God. Bro. I couldn't. Um, I kind of, I don't know. So, like, I think, I mean, and tonight, today is a bad day to say this, but, like, I feel like Tatum is the best player on the court. But at the same time, like, Jimmy just went crazy tonight. Um, Jimmy just went fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. So, it's, it's difficult to say this. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think. I mean, I know in the finals, I'm going. I mean, I want, I want to see the Warriors win the finals. Ah, shit. Laird, though. Laird, though. Right they beat the broad ass. Boy, boy, you look, boy, you LeBron Jock Sniffers, boy. Y'all boys. <laughs> yeah, y'all boy, y'all, boy, y'all. Hey, we just hired a coach, man. Whole yeah, I saw that. I like him, man. Darvin Ham, man. He played at Tech. Shout yeah. out to the backboard. Um, he was uh, in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Yeah. Front, co- front yeah. court coaching for the yeah. Bucs. Hey, hey, uh, Hey John Delua, you still on uh you still on YouTube, right? Oh yeah, no, I'm still on there. Just yeah. look up college football with Jonathan Lewis. No, yeah, I, 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 I subscribe to you. I just haven't seen, you know. I, I took a I had to take a three month hiatus a while back, man. I, I've been back for about a month. But oh, okay, month okay. Now. So that was okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I usually uh see stuff. I ain't really uh seen that. So okay, I got you. No, I'm back on it again. Now I'm making content every day, except today. Okay. It's college football with Jonathan Lewis. Yeah, Co- college football with Jonathan. Lewis, yeah, I just I just subscribed. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I, I talk about pretty much every. I talk about whatever I want. I don't really restrict myself. So, I love recruiting. So, obviously, right now I'm talking about you know a lot of. Actually, I'm about to make a video tonight over uh, recruit for USC. So Braxton Myers, who I really like, bro. So. USC, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's all other stuff. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that next week, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I like yeah. it, though. I, I like um, 
I like what USC got going on. I mean, because listen, and I know we're trying to wrap up, but like I always felt like with NIL, USC has the ability to offer people something that none of us can offer. Like literally everything you want from an entertainment perspective is right there in the city. And so you go play football at SC. Hollywood is right on the other side of town. Every big sports agency, entertainment agency, whatever agency is there, um, they just need the right coach. Now, is Lincoln that? No, we'll see. Yeah. But I think that in the NIL market, like, bro, like. That shit crazy, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like $3 million to get a wide receiver from Pittsburgh, that's nothing. Jesus, that's nothing. Hey, you know what, though? The city of LA, they I heard like they pretty much not into football like that. That's what I heard. It's like Miami, where like, they, you know, like if, if SC is good, then they are there. They yeah. But it's just it's so much it's so much going on in, in LA. I mean, like think about um like I don't know if y'all watch a lot of those 30 for 30, but like go watch that 30 for 30 on SC called the Trojan yeah. Wars. And like, I mean, like the practices where you got like Will Ferrell and Snoop and Everybody like hanging well, out. I remember that, bro. Yeah, yeah it was lit. It was lit right there. But, yeah. um, it's just wild, but like LA is different. So, and, you know, LA with NIL, you know, where you can freely cheat. I mean, it's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I say I like it. I mean, I like go be aggressive. I mean, we got to figure out in Florida, go be aggressive. They had a record yeah. spring attendance 33,000. They're like, yeah, that was a record. I was like, it's like yeah. There's a um, they do a lot of like facilities tours. I think it's called Sports Dissected now on YouTube. Like they do one at the Coliseum. Like it's funny because they they had the SC um, episode where like you know like the top layer of like these like club level suites, and they redone the whole Coliseum. And like that episode dropped, and then like two weeks later, the Lincoln Riley news came out. Yeah. I was like, "Shit, this was probably all part of the plan." Like, we're gonna renovate yeah. this stadium, high end club suites, yeah. um, all kinds of stuff, and then we're gonna go get us a football coach. And then NIL drops, and we back, um, kind of yeah. thing. And so we'll see. I mean, Lincoln got to do it, but again, like LA, hey, NIL. Oh. Shit that Marcus Smart did. He, to me, I feel like Marcus Smart plays self uh, uh, Hey man, turn the TV down, man. Oh, hold on, bro. Look, they need Miami fan. They screaming the shit, man. But uh, all right, fellas. Nice yeah, talking man. to you, man. I appreciate it, man. Let's, let's do this again, man. Let's do this again, man. Anytime, Let's do it next week, man. Let's do it next week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I, I was the one told him to call Jonathan. I told him to call. I did. That me. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was like, I was like, what happened to him? You know what I'm saying? Because we had talked that one time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I told him. Nah, but, I appreciate um, it. I no problem, man. Well, let's do this again, y'all, man. Shit. It, it was tight right here, man. Yeah. But uh, y'all be safe, man, and you know. Chill out, man. Hang out. Y'all have your barbecues and all that, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. man. Happy Sports Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Y'all boy be safe out there, man. All yeah. right. All right, man. All right, man. All right, man. i catch you guys later. All right. And that's another episode for the love of the game.
It's your host, Larry Well. Enjoy y'all Memorial Day weekend, man, with family, food, and barbecue. Um, peace. Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why you keep fucking with me? You gon' make me jump out my skin, believe me. Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah. <laughs> I be a meal to shit. Tucking the broom and shit. Then with a zoom and shit. Know you a joke, my ass is the close, I holler at the moon and shit. Know the results, the ballad is in, man, I'm about to boom again. You funny, dog. Can't hide behind your money, dog. A week or two, I meditate on running loss. Swerve, 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 shake the currents off. Yeah. Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah. Head up, chest out, silence. I'm stressed out, shh, be quiet I'm stressed out, stressed out, stressed out, stressed Hit my daughter up, she need all the love I need all the love, I mean all of us It's like six o'clock, bitch you talk too much You making it awkward love, I mean it's hard enough I mean this They don't fuck with me even if they could Pull out the stick, hit a bitch with the wood First part roll with it, break in the hood Don't worry about us over here, we good The AP Roman numeral Everybody go, I need pharmaceuticals I ran my whole conglomerate I was just mapping shit out in the cubicle Suicide cool is a funeral Track hard lunch like a slingshot Big ol' ruby diamond on my pinky finger That bitch look like a mini pop Money on my mind, money on your head Hang ride three times when you coming through the chest Red Cross kept a nigga fed In the studio with Kayla, I fresh out the feds yeah, you niggas can't stand the rain, niggas don't stand a chance Yeah, shuffle like candy pain, I spend the bin in the bins I call the bill off a of Google app, I'm the type to get my shooter with I had to survive off a tuna pack Five percent tent on the wood like who's that, cool take off like it's mad Be the dope with a folk, I'm whipping up super fat, I'm doing scams in the lab Every Thursday girls, they spend the time with my daughter, man, we go harder Every Sunday, Sunday, teach my boy to be a man, I ain't had no father Part, just saw them shot on Marlboro Stacking them on the proper artwork Diamonds look like marbles All of my water, awkward Beating the block up till we spell them I don't want your ice, but I want your life But fuck it, I steal my robber Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah, head up, chest out Silence, I'm stressed out, Shh, be quiet, I'm stressed out, stressed out, stressed out, stressed out.